This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Bolton. Oh, I forgot to start early. Welcome to the show. It's Monday. It's two o'clock. It's time for the show. What's it called? The show. Yeah, what is it called? The show, then? Ian. Ian. Absolutely packed show, this is. Absolutely <laughs> packed. Actually is. Wasn't, like, ten minutes ago. And what's happened is, a guest pulled out, everyone panicked, asked loads of different people, and all of them said yes. <laughs> So, coming up at 2.15, we've got Connor Wallace on the phone, apparently. Connor yeah, Wallace yeah. is going to be on the phone. I've not cleared that, but Connor's going to be on the He's phone coming. chatting to us. Then at 2.30, oh, we have got a big conflict going on because we have Barry Dodds on the phone, but we've also got Gingzilla on the phone mm. as well. That's what's booked. So, we've got two people vying for the same spot. Maybe get Barry to interview her like he's done before with a guest. I don't think that Barry would like that. I don't okay. think I'd like it. I don't think I want to like interviewing Gingzilla anyway. Why? Because of all the fuss that we've just had in the studio about uh, if it's a he or a she. It's, it's a been she. such a fuss. It's a she. Yeah, okay. Then at 3.15, we've got astrologist Nicholas Ojula in the studio, yep. so that's fucking brilliant. Yep, yep. What are you talking about? I'm then at 3.45, we've got... <laughs> we're doing Will, who works on the show. Yeah. We've got to do his university assessment critique. That will be... We need a long section for that, because there's a lot to critique. Well, why do you put it at 3.45? Yeah, I'm going to move it down. I'm sorry, we'll cut... Okay, What's we'll on after us? Is it a repeat? Uh, yeah. Fuck it, we'll just keep going if we have to. <laughs> Ian Bolton. All right, welcome to the show. Um, yeah, it's been hell of a fussy half hour, this, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. So, whose fault is this? This what, is Fez what? somebody, isn't it? Um, What's Fez, their name? Fez cancelled coming on at 12 minutes right, past who's one. Who's Fez? Hang on. Let from me briefs. Get, He's been let in me before. Let get the tweet up. He's been um, in it on my show Yeah, before. a couple of years ago, yeah. Has he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's someone that I get along with? Yeah. Or did I get along with him? Yeah, he did. Did. So they were meant to be on? Yeah, 2.30. What was their show called? Briefs. Briefs. So what do they do in that? They dress up in pants and Sounds dances in cabaret. Fucking cabaret, shocking. Cabaret, Sounds cabaret. awful. Sounds awful. Yeah. And what, um, we liked first though when he came in. Before. Did we? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't like him now. Um, I don't agree with that. And it was literally, what, 15, 20 minutes ago? Uh, no, it was 12 minutes past one when I got when Toby took the call from someone that he worked okay, with. Okay, well, within say. the last hour. But we were, yeah, oh God, no, less than an hour until the show time. Right, and what's we the t- excuse that's given? He's lost his voice. Right, what, just now? I think he just lost literally it. Literally on the just street. Just at 10 past one, he just Where's realized. that gone? Yeah, I don't know. If anyone can find it and send it back to Fairs, that would Is be Is he helpful. the only person in that show? No, there's a few others. Right, so what should have happened in that situation was... No one else. Is he should have gone... Yeah. What, what do you mean no one else is available? What From are they doing? Show. Short notice though, isn't it? It's it? not. What are they doing? That Their work is at mm. night. 
But they probably they might. And have not even plans. today, Monday. They They'll have a day well off today, won't they? So. Nah, that's bullshit, mate. It's too short notice Absolute to ask bullshit, them to do mate. it. Um, who's the PR company, please? Let's slag them off. No, because it's not the PR's fault. They, oh, is it not? they okay. didn't know about it. They, oh, they, they I had a chat with the PR who was said they were pretty mortified and were like, you know, because I'd said like, you know, if someone cancels at short notice, I'm not that keen to rebook them. Yeah, yeah. At all. Tell you else we've not heard from as well. Gareth Bond is he said anything about listening to the show? Uh, he hasn't told us that he's not listening today or is. Bit out of order from Gareth. Yeah. And it's weird that because I was hoping something about Gareth recently. Something bad. Well, I suppose it depends how you look at it. What I was hoping was, and this is what I hope does happen mm. with Gareth Bundy. I know it's early for this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, what I hope happens with Gareth Bundy, right, is on Christmas morning. Yes. Which right. is you know, a couple of weeks. So. Yeah, very soon, very soon. So Christmas morning, he gets up, all full of seasonal cheer. Right, ready to give the presents out and stuff. Yeah. So goes downstairs. The baby's there. The little zombie baby that they have, um, and actually behaving. The baby at this point behaving what? quite well. Well, how come it's already downstairs and he hasn't had to take the baby downstairs? No, she, well, he, he may have brought it down. I don't know the details oh, of that. Okay. No, I've not, thought... not hoped anything about their okay. travel downstairs. Um, so him and his missus are downstairs with the baby. I don't know how any of them have got there, but they have. Um, the zombie baby's there. The zombie baby isn't playing up. It's been absolutely fine. Okay. So Gareth. Gets the presents out and stuff. He goes, "Here you go. Here's, a, here's the present for my wife, and it's a, like a, a, a love heart that you hang up." That's um, sweet. Is no, no. It's just like a, like an ornament. Oh, that's nice. Uh, made out of wicker, and then he goes, "And here's a present for the baby, and it's a, like just a big slab of raw meat or something." Um, <clears throat> and they're about to do his presents, so his missus goes, "Okay, I've got your present," mm. and she just gives him an envelope. And he's like, oh, gosh, what's this going to be? And he's thinking, oh, we're going to Disney World to smile. You know what I mean? He's getting excited. Yeah. And she went, open it, open it, open it. And he opens the envelope, right? And it's three tickets Ooh. to briefs, right? To the show briefs, okay? And then he's like, oh, great. I mean, I don't, it's not really my thing, but uh, that'd be a nice night out. Try it, new who's going? And, mm. she, and she goes, me, you, and the baby. And he goes, okay, Perfect. brilliant. Uh, when are we going? Boxing Day night. Oh, brilliant. So it's tomorrow. So they have a nice Christmas, Christmas dinner and stuff. You know, the baby gnaws the, all the meat off the bone yeah. and that. And then they go over. Uh, they get they're in a hotel Christmas night. Yeah, stay over to go to briefs following day. Lovely. Uh, get to the theatre nice and early. Now the baby is still behaving, which is unusual. Mm. It, it's it's over behaving, and they're both so like, oh, "This is lovely, yeah. little Ronnie." You can't is, trust a well-behaved kid, though. No, but they're like, little Ronnie is, you know, doing, yeah. Like it must be Christmas. It must be like, okay, it's quite calm at Christmas. Though. It's not like biting people's faces sure. off and all this sort of stuff. So they go into the theatre. They buy some merch and that. So they're supporting the show. They buy some merch. I don't know what they sell there. Probably just briefs with briefs written on it. Yeah. And then they go and sit down to watch the show. Show begins. The baby starts making a funny noise. Mm, I thought this might happen. Right? It's sort of like a... (coughs) Like that. But it's nothing too extravagant. Right. (coughs) And they're going, oh, God, what's what's going on with Ronnie here? Um, They call it Ronnie. I don't know what his real name is. They just call it Ronnie. Um, It's a good zombie name. So the performers come out Mm. uh, on the stage, do whatever they do, dance around with oil on them or whatever they do, and the baby's giving it... (coughs) <clears throat> and they're like, is this a good noise or a bad noise? And then Gareth's like, oh, no, don't forget, our baby is gay. Oh, okay. So this might be actually arousing the baby. Right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. I mean, it's gay in its primitive form. So sure. it's, it's like, you know, it's not developed its full sexuality no, yet. No. But they know that it is a gay baby. So anyway, they're doing all the dancing stuff on the stage. Then Fez comes out, mm-hmm. this dude who's cancelled on us yeah. today. Right? Well, there's not even a noise. Oh. Doesn't even go, Aah! literally launches from his seat and Gareth's like oh no 
And his missus is like, oh, same every Christmas, right? And the baby launches and bite. You know, it's got them sharp teeth. Yeah, it has. The zombie kid has, yeah. yeah. They clamp around the packet of Fez's briefs. Oh, gosh. Right? So the, the full bit. Mm. They clamp around. Now, they're not biting as such. They're not, like, not going to rip through it. But no. they're proper clamped on there in, like, the, in the crevice of the base of the penis. And the proper clamp on Gareth's like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do something, Gareth thinks. So Gareth gets up anyway, right? Mm. <laughs> Gareth gets up and he's like, I'm gonna I've gotta remove the zombie baby from the cancelling guest's penis, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And all the audience think it's part of the show. They're all kind of cheering and there's head nights and all that fucking palaver that you'd hate. But and it's it's alright. And Gareth so Gareth gets hold of the baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and he starts Pulling the baby, oh. but the baby's grip is yeah. so it's tight, tight, so tight that it's just, it's essentially. <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Say it, just say it. I can't just say it. I need to say it tastefully. Okay. Is it? Is it? Is essentially arousing. Oh, the performer. Fez. Right. With his zombie baby's mouth. Right okay. now. And, th- and this is something that, even saying it, I'm like, I can't believe I want this to happen, but I really do. Um, luckily, before there could be any catastrophic mm. finale to this, the baby releases. Because I think the baby at that point knows, hang on, this is going to be bad for me, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the baby releases its grip. Gareth drops the baby. I know it sounds cruel, but he does it a lot. Uh, and the baby's pretty robust, yeah, really. Yeah. The baby falls down, bites onto the shin of Fez. Fez is going, what's going on? What's going on? And Gareth's like, I don't know. I don't, I'm, trying to sort, I'm trying to sort it out. And the baby is already skinning his leg. Wow. Like a piranha. Quick, like, quick, like, quick, like this little that. kid, Duncan. Ronnie, Ronnie. I, I reckon within about four or five it's seconds. Called, called Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie yes. Within about four or five seconds, through to the bone. Jesus Actually through to the bone. Fez is still alive. He's just got this, like, what looks like a peg leg now, but it's just his bone. And it's kind of clean. It's clean skinning because the baby's so precise with its teeth. Do we know if Gareth fed this kid that day? Is it I've got, I don't know. I don't know. Any other details apart from what I'm telling you about what I hope happens. Anyway, Fez realises he can't actually support his weight now because he's only got one one slim bone. Yes. (laughs) And he he tips up, essentially tips up, into the orchestra pit, right? Falls into the orchestra pit. Mm. Now, it's all to backing tracks on that show. This is what I'm led to believe. It's all to backing tracks. So there's nothing in the orchestra's pit, orchestra oh. pit at all, apart from, like, little bits of leftover instruments and stuff. So there's, like, a guitar yes. with no strings on it, but the, right. the strings are hung next to it, but they're kind of taut. Yeah. yeah they yeah. are kind of taut how they're hung, the strings. Um, there's a double bass that's useless. Uh, there's another double bass that's upside down, so the spike is pointing upwards at the bottom Weird. of the double bass. Yeah, upside down. Weird. There's a cymbal from a drum yeah. but the symbol's been taken off it's literally just a spike again it's just a spike now when Fez mm. falls okay he impales one hand yeah. on the spike of the double bass yeah. the other hand is impaled on the symbol holder right Ooh. so it's essentially it's crucified it, I know it's beautiful it's a, Christmas, a lovely it's a Christmas, Christmas image miracle. it's a Christmas image that they're lovely so he's like that his arms are out like that Christ. impaled Okay, but what he's not taking into account is the rest of his body is falling down on the guitar strings. Yeah. The guitar strings, because of the weight coming down, the speed and the velocity has come down, the, they essentially slice him like an egg. Christ. Right? Just through his, right it's through his body. Dreadful. Okay? And then, then Gareth gets a text that says that his reserved table at the restaurant is also cancelled. 
no, that's Can't a shame because he was looking for a nice dinner. Yeah, wasn't he? and the baby, by the way, is utterly disinterested in the meat. Like, like, the, oh. like Fez is just there, all in bits there's, and ripped to shreds. Blood coming out, pouring out everywhere, and his spurting hands. everywhere. The sort of thing that the... Ronnie would normally well up for yeah, so would be like you know, this? like a shark in water. He'd probably all yeah. over it, but not interested. So, so it's an mm. absolute waste of life, absolute waste, a, a complete waste of time. Yeah. So how does he feel about it? Because that's what's happened to us today. Well, I'd like to know. I also would like to know why Gareth, quite a risk taker, because you know he's had trouble with that kid a few times. Mm. Why would you risk? Take, why would you take it to a show and even be like, oh, "It's well behaved for it, a minute"? Well, we'd have to blame his missus for that yeah, because okay. that's not um, that wasn't his choice. He that's, got it as a present. I see. I see. So, it's his so the presumption was that all three of them were going to go. Well, so I'm, I'm not blaming Gareth for taking a zombie to have a baby good hard to see. She needs yeah. to have a good hard think about well, what, think what shows you want to take this kid to. The perhaps kid. if that happens, if what I hope happens does happen, then perhaps that'll be you know a, a time then. When they can just have a think about it again. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to talk about now? Well, I just had a tweet in. Joe, Robert what? Walrus. On, someone's... Oh, someone's calling. Yeah. Okay. Who's on my phone? Oh, hey, it's Connor Wallace. Yeah, book for 2.15. What's a bit early? Well, Toby called me already. What's he playing at? Toby, do you know what the time is? 12. Why did you call him at 12? Why are you putting through at 12 minutes? When it's 12.15, 12 when we've the just, show We've is. just said, sorry, Connor, I won't keep you a sec. Yeah. We've just no, said how packed this yeah. show is, uh, and you're messing up the very strict itinerary we've already got. Don't call someone at it's 12 when it's past when they're on hour at 15. That doesn't really make sense. Do you know that when you went for the toilet, you came in the studio earlier on when you get ready and stuff, and he just started laughing to himself and said, what's funny? He went just everything. <laughs> just like that. Well, Toby will be addressing this later. Yeah, he just said, just everything. I'm like, what? He went, oh, just everything. Oh. Just kept laughing. That's weird. Um, sorry, Connor. Um, what's go- Why am I talking to you? Oh, Toby called me earlier and asked if he could give me a call at 2.15. Does Toby call did, you a lot, Did he say Connor? why? <laughs> well, it's always lovely to talk to Toby. Why? He's a very nice young man. How do you compare him uh, um, talking to Toby to talking to Jacob back in the olden days? Toby's more um, human. Oh, Jacob was a cunt, wasn't he? No, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. He was a no. vampire. All right, let's see if I can, let's see if I can validate my, my accusation. You know what he wants to do? Mm, kill the human race? No. Uh, well, essentially, is, yeah. what he's going to do, he's going to leave radio. At some point, at not some point. now. And he wants to, what was it, Nat? You just told me earlier on. I just say he wants to go and be an advisor for the Conservative Party. Which is, oh, wow. It's a nice job, isn't it? What do you think of that, Connor? Well, I mean, it's, it's fine if he wants to do that, but I'm not sure he's what they'd be looking for. What do you think? I think it's ideal. What do you think, what do you think they're looking for? <laughs> well, they, they need they need to become more human, and I don't think yep. it's yeah. easy to go to if you want to be more human. It's yeah, quite human. Em- empathy doesn't have to be a strong point, though, does it not? No, I guess not. Or any care whatsoever for fellow people. Maybe he fits in well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm, he's got warmer. He shaved his head. <laughs> Excuse me. Shaved his head. Has he? He's got quite like, what, warmer. Like Travis Bickle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, actually, yeah. He, uh, apparently Nat had asked him if he wanted to come on the show. This is all behind my back, by the way, because I had just vetoed that straight away. I said in future, not for, not for this week. I was just okay. in future shows. Like, it'd be nice to have a, like, a and reminiscence. What did, and what did he say? No. For why? <laughs> well, understandably, because some of the revelations that perhaps have been out in the past, it may not look great to go and work for a political party when you've right. said that you've wanked in a bunk bed. But does he think <laughs> that those things will just disappear now? So th- no, th- this show still exists, there. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the shows he was on still exist. Yeah. So we still have... Documented evidence oh, yeah, of him being yeah, yeah. Um, racist, essentially. No, I don't think he was racist. No, no, he definitely, definitely, he definitely wasn't was. Racist. No, he definitely no, was. Definitely. Racist too. 
I can't remember the details, but he it was, definitely he was, wasn't racist. He was certainly underground about immigrants and all that sort of uh, stuff. No, because he uh, did because we pulled him because he's an immigrant essentially. He is an immigrant, and yeah. we pulled him on that. <clears throat> was he homophobic? I no, believe no. I believe he was homophobic. No, he yeah, on the, on the phone on the phone to me before the show, he was always very homophobic. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Stop it! No, he wasn't, Connor. Um, I, no, I think he. I think he was. No. Well, if he has been, he's learned his lesson. He was a he's... Katie Hopkins championer, a Nigel Farage championer. No, I think it stopped being cute with Jacob for me. It was like, no, you're just a nasty piece of he's work. He's not a nasty piece of work. I, well, like, that's the impression. He's I, lovely. On, I like well, seeing he, him. Well, then he needs to verify whether he's joking or not. Because if he's not joking, he's a nasty piece of work. He's, well, he must be joking because he isn't a nasty piece of work. He's a nice boy. I could, I could now quote things that have happened in real life and you know that I could. And you would say, actually, yeah, that was horrible. Um, so, Connor. Yeah. What would you want to talk about? I watched a man masturbating on the train last night. Ooh. Cheers, mate. All right. Well, I'll uh, catch up with you in the new no, year. I'd like to hear more about cool. this. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, was this a pre-planned thing? No, not, not at all. Purely incidental. Was it in your direction? I was sitting in the seat behind. Oh, okay. He was at, he, he was at the window side, I was on the aisle side, and so, it was through the, through the gap in the seat. So you watched it, did you? <laughs> well, I couldn't take my eyes off it. Mm, Could you not? That big. And what? Well, well, you see, he went to the toilet, and um, when he came back, <laughs> I saw him sending videos on his phone of him doing it in the bathroom. Oh, okay, so he wasn't actually masturbating in the carriage? Well, he had his trousers unbuttoned and his hands down his un- underpants. His underpants. Um, so was it... Uh, what, what was it you could see on the videos? I saw... Well, he was exchanging videos with uh, three different ladies. Oh, re- three different ladies? Oh. Three different ladies. One on Instagram, one on Snapchat, one on WhatsApp. Do you know that I was um, at a cafe not far from here the other week during yeah. my break? I was having yeah. a sausage sandwich, not a, not a euphemism, and Ooh. a man sat opposite me, and he was a proper rough-looking brick shithouse bloke, <laughs> right? And he was just... I showed you that video, didn't I? Mm. He was on... What's the thing? What's the dating app? Tinder. Tinder. He was, yeah. on, he was on Tinder, swiping left constantly, which mm. I googled, which means he was rejecting them. Yeah, like, yeah. Constantly, um, for, I reckon, about four minutes, and it was really fast. Like, gone, 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 gone. And it was one of the most sinister things I've ever seen in my life. I'm sure he was looking for someone to kill. Must be a power play. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah, definitely. Go on, so tell me the out- outcome of what happened. So he's, he'd, he'd been a masturbator in the toilet, so he'd had the common decency to put um, Percy out of harm's way there. But when he came back, his Percy trousers were still unbuttoned. Yeah, they were, yeah. And Ooh. he was still in a state of... Was he in a state of arousal, or could you not tell? Well, well, yeah, I could tell by the messages, because I've got very good eyesight, you see, and I could read every single sordid message he sent. What sort oh. of thing was going on, Connor? Well, I was just talking about his previous liaisons with the ladies. What was he, what was he saying? Um, I don't, I'd, I'd got to mind my language, you see. No, you're fine. Um, well, he talked about how he was going to destroy her ass. Destroy her ass, OK. No one wants to be destroyed. Well, it depends if it's causing you problems, doesn't it? I suppose, yeah. um, all right, so he's going to destroy her ass. What else, Connor? And then, well, apparently, and this is just what I what I read. Yeah. She uh, she um put her her lips to his bottom. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She rim him. Um, yeah, yeah. I believe that's what they call oh, okay. it. Yeah, it's that is what they well, call it. Into the inside, not on the cheeks. That wouldn't be considered to be rimming, would it? I don't. No. Think, I don't think just no, licking no, someone's bum cheek is is any use to anyone really. <laughs> <laughs> It's just wetting it. It's just, it doesn't do anything that. No. Just kissing. Okay. So this was all going on. And was it yeah. sim- was it a similar conversation with all the all the ladies that he was chatting to? The one on Instagram was the most um oh, what should I say? Active. 
Right, OK. Ooh, okay. <laughs> she was sending lots of videos back. Oh, was she? What, what was happening in them? She was <laughs> jiggling her boobies. <laughs> <laughs> and how did, so how, did, how did you feel about all this? Because you're um, a gay gentleman. Yeah, yeah. So this, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not bothered. <laughs> um, so this isn't something that would be sexually stimulating to you, would it be? Would it not? Well, it was kind of thrilling. Yeah, do you know what? Actually, I say that. I mean, I think that was quite narrow-minded of me to say that because I think yeah. you, you can be homosexual or heterosexual and still get aroused by observing something yeah, that's not something's your... a bit naughty, a bit yeah. titillating. Yeah, I could watch gay porn, Connor, if you want. I have. It's all right. Okay, great. Nat has, Nat's yeah. watched it. Um, can I ask, Connor, in the videos of him yeah. masturbating, it wasn't his face, right? The face normal. No, it was them. You can't masturbate your face, Nat. Oh, I think you... <laughs> he was, he was... <laughs> that's called sneezing, that, mate. <laughs> was no, he just... was standing He was um, standing over the sink with the camera facing downwards. Oh, right. was it? Did he have quite a big one? Yes, yeah. That, okay. that was actually going to be my next question. So yeah. was he was he a well-endowed gentleman if he's going to be doing ass-destroying? Yes, I think so, yeah, yeah. Do you even yeah. need to be well-endowed, though, Connor, to destroy an ass, do you know what I mean? No, you can get all sorts of artificial endowments. But no, even without, though, even just, you know, a regular commoner garden penis, you could do some damage, couldn't you? A finger, finger could Absolutely. be honest, couldn't it? Nat says that a finger could do damage. Is I that, think co- so, is that yeah. correct, Connor? I can you have to ask Nat. <laughs> What's your um, sexual preference in terms of um letterbox or postman um either or neither really really okay yeah 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 not so not not so much like it you don't like it not really okay i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) you don't like it either way not really are you kind of are you kind of asexual really are you kind of like you're not that bothered about sex really well you see i'm a little bit autistic right okay um and that's that's a part of it okay and how does that manifest itself what does that do um, what bits just, autistic? Um, not good at maintaining relations. Right. Okay. So relating to other people. Yeah, absolutely. That sort mm. of thing, and then I guess. And, and I get I get fed up with people very quickly. Yeah, I Got do you. too. Yeah, I do. I, I do. Oh, sometimes I can be on a phone call going, yeah. oh, "I want to wrap this up." Sometimes you get, fed up. <laughs> you get fed up halfway through the show. Don't yeah, you? yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, I guess yeah, so that makes sense. So, the, and and sex is about as intimate as you can be with a person, isn't it? So, mm. I guess that would be the epitome of difficulty for the issue. You or I don't know, it is an issue, but you know, what I mean, for the yeah, the yeah. symptom you're showing, if you like. Absolutely. Well, okay, that's interesting. And when did you find out you're a little bit autistic? Of your Just under a year ago, actually. Oh, really? What were your, what was your diagnosis? So I was. Um, I went to counselling sessions at the university, which they do for free, yeah. talking about anxiety and stuff. Yeah. And then by the end of my five weeks, she said, I'm 95% sure you've got Asperger's. Really? Okay. Do you know what? I've been thinking about that recently, and I don't think I want a diagnosis, but I think there's a chance that I am, you know. Yeah. Well, I think, I think lots of people are, really. Well, everyone's on the spectrum, aren't they? That's, yeah, that's how the spectrum works. But I think yep. there's a chance. I, I, I think sometimes you accept the way you behave within the world and you accept what your trends are and your thought trends are and all that as normality. No matter what they are, you accept that as normality. And I mm-hmm. think if there's enough conflict with the rest of the world in terms of how you think to how you're able to relate to people, I think that's potentially a sign that you think differently, that you're, that you're wired differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the conclusion that I'm perhaps coming to on myself is that I think there are so many things in my life that are in conflict to my set of rules and my set, you know, what I consider to be the way things w- w- would be proper. 
so many <clears> things are in conflict with that in terms of relationships I've had and how people treat me and in working environments and you know working and um, friends environments and all that sort of thing. There are so many things that I, I'm regularly told well, that's just the way things are. That I'm like, but why? They, they shouldn't be. That's wrong. That's wrong. That I I think yeah. there's there's a a chance that I'm wired that way to be quite stringent. Yeah, definitely. And when she told me that, um, I could kind of look back to even when I was five or six and understand why I did certain things or why I felt certain things that other people didn't feel. Yeah. So it kind of helps make sense of a lot of things. Because I know my mum said, well, you know, the teachers would have noticed if you were autistic. They're all, they're all very well trained. Um, but I, I guess for, for me, the way it works is I'm very analytical. And because of the analysis, it means that I can, I'm very good at mimicking behavior to know what is normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, well, also, it's a, it's a state of fluctuation. Even assessment of it is in a state of fluctuation at all times. So there are, there are things that... Well, it's like dyspraxia, for example, used to be called clumsy child syndrome until they actually went, oh, no, actually, this is an actual thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was all that sort of stuff. So I guess because the assessment of what autism is or the, or the, the, the spectrum of autism is so vast that they wouldn't necessarily... And that's not a failing on their part, either. You know, no. They, they, they wouldn't spot it. Because what's the difference between a little shit and someone with autism? You know, it's, Absolutely, it, it, yeah. It's, it's paper-thin, isn't it, really? Um, <laughs> so did he spunk in his pants, this bloke? Um, I don't know. He did it into the sink from the video. Oh, that's nice. Oh, so he'd already, he'd already shot one off. That's quite nice. Yeah, yeah, in, in the toilet. What do you mean it's quite nice? In a public sink. What a lovely <laughs> thing to do. As if I haven't already Oh, got, you're being sarcastic. I've, I've already got a slight fear about public bathrooms when I oh, got E. coli Did you hear that? Do you hear that, Jacob? Not Jacob. Connor. 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 Do you hear that, Connor? <laughs> Connor. Fucking hell, see how he permeates your mind. Wow. Did you hear that, Connor? <laughs> She heard yeah. me and you talking about how we might be, how you are Asperger's, I might be Asperger's, and that went, oh, I'm going to have something wrong with me. No, I just, I don't like <laughs> Oh, I've public... got a phobia of germs. <laughs> no, I don't have a phobia, but I don't trust door handles and stuff. No, so, I, don't, um, I don't trust them, mate. But I don't the fact trust that them. now you're telling me it might be common that people are masturbating in a sink, and then I'm going to have to wash my hands and afterwards. Say, Barry, can you call me immediately in response to that text you just sent me? Just call immediately, oh. and I'll, I'll swap you and Connor over as go. Um, well, so, so he'd already... It not went out already, and then came back and was still on the go. Yeah, and then she she sent she sent some very saucy messages, and he said, "If you keep talking like that, I'm going to have to go and do another one." Oh wow! <sighs> I mean, he he's quite good. He's got quite fit, doesn't he? Really? That sounds tiring to me. That very yeah, tiring. Oh, and know. three at once. Three yeah, at once. Right. Yeah, right. God. How old do you think he might be? Is he young? I've got. That's a good question. I think he's about my age, early twenties. Oh, that's I've got another question for you as well. Um, yeah. What, how many have you done it with, Connor, all at the same time? At the same time? Yeah. One. I only ever one. Oh, okay. Can yeah. I ask a question? Yeah. Connor, have you yeah. ever um, done it in a sink? Uh, probably, yeah. Oh, wanked in a sink. Why? I'm trying, I, I mean, I can't, think of a spe- I can't think of a specific time, but probably. Have you done it in a bath? Sorry? Have you done it in a bath? Masturbated in a bath? Just, or a shower? What, just stood outside the bath and wanked into <laughs> no, it? No, in the bath, when you were in the bath. Oh, with- no, I'm, no, I don't think I have. What about the shower? I have a No, no. Why? Hmm. I find it easier to do it sedentary. Okay, understood. Oh, Christ, okay. What? <laughs> you just mean to lay down? What's wrong oh, with you? Oh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> what did you act then as if he just said, I, 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 I like to do it into a child? I, thought, I know, because I was thinking about the sink and how can you be doing it sedentary when you're in a sink? Well, you can't, can you? But I'm, I, like, I'm saying to you, I would prefer sedentary, really. Mm. Will you stand up at the last minute? Oh. No, could you get um, that, tremor, that tremor in your leg, don't you? Do you ever get that? <laughs> Only the first time. Can't be doing with that. Honestly, I'm getting... Me- this is Barry again. Barry texting me now. Don't text Barry, you have to call. What's the number? Can't find Price it. Price 0330 223 0200. 
Barry. Okay. 0330223020. Horrible for Connor, this is I just texted him the number. All Connor can hear is just trying to get someone else on the phone. And I'm sorry, well, Connor. I'm actually, I'm actually sitting here with my friend Sophie as well, so she's oh. just been listening to me talking to you. Hey, Sophie. The Ian says hi, Sophie. Hi. She said hi, Beck. It's going well, isn't it? <laughs> We're getting along, me and Sophie. What's, what's your relationship with Sophie, Connor? She's my little friend. Your little, little friend? Little friend? <laughs> yeah. Is, is yeah. she little? She is a bit little, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, Would I like to talk to her? Oh God, I'm yeah, going to text Barry the number. I'll pass you on. Okay. Hello. Hello there, how are you? I'm all right, how are you? All right, I'm just doing the radio, because it's Connor. Did you hear all the filthy was talking to me? Yeah, I did, that was disgusting. Is mm. that not usual for him? No, usually he's a very well-spoken boy. He doesn't speak of such matters. Oh, no, I could tell you loads of things about Connor. He's, he's absolute filth. Is he just secretly on the radio? Yeah, he's got, like, a secret life. That's quite rude, actually. Yeah. Don't know what to take him at as now. What's your um, relationship with Connor, please? Um, when we were in first year of university, he stuck post-it notes all over my corridor, and I didn't know who he was. Right. And then we became friends. That's like befriending a serial killer. Yeah. And what what sort of things did you do together? Um. <laughs> Connor, what did we do together? We went to Barcelona. We hitchhiked to Barcelona. We did do that. Um, could you? I know I gave him some money for that. Um, can you? Um, right. Don't just keep your face very placid. Don't let anything on at all. Um, mm-hmm. if you need rescuing from the situation, just say um, say um, I think pineapple. Just say that. Mm, I think pineapple. Yeah, okay, okay no problem at all. All right, if you could just just um, leave your number with the people on the yeah. reception and stuff, and uh, like a postcode or something like that, and we'll get someone sent out to you today, okay? Um, okay, thank you very much. Pop Connor back on, I'm just going to act like nothing's happened. Okay, that's fine. Thank just you. take care, and if you can ask, if you can just get out yourself, just it, get out. It would be a good time now, because we're going to distract Connor for a minute. Yeah, good we're point. Do, we'll distract Connor. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah good Just point. run, Sophie, just yeah. run, okay? Okay. All right. <clears throat> hey, Barry. Hello. Barry? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes, he is there. Barry? It's Connor. Where's Barry, though? It's not Barry, it's Connor. But I've got Barry on line two and he's just not speaking. Barry? Barry? Why's Barry doing <laughs> it's not, oh, Barry's not there. He's not on line two, mate. <laughs> I just text him the number as well. But, um, um, okay, well, we had a lovely chat with Sophie. She seems nice. She seems to think the world of you. Yeah. Oh, she's very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's this lovely. cheeky little thing you did with post it notes on a recorder, you little scoundrel? All over a corridor. <laughs> Oh, me and my friend Tom, we stuck post-it notes ah. with, all our, with our phone numbers and lots of nice messages on strangers' doors, and then Sophie texted the number. Well, that's nice, then. I like Sophie, then. Yeah. yeah, she's really nice. Yeah, a bit carefree and frivolous. Barry should be on two now. Hang on. Are you there, Barry? Why's Barry? He, why's he doing this? He's not. <laughs> um, do you know what, mate? It might be because I've got another line-up, so I'm going to bid you farewell, Connor. Yeah, that's fine, Ian. It's been lovely chatting with you. Just give me a very, a very quick, like, literally, as, as fast as you can... Um, all I want for Christmas is you. Go. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Quicker. There is just one thing Quicker. I need. And, and I, I don't care about that. the presents uh, underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own. More than you can ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. Cheers, Connor. Bye, Ian. Bye, mate. Barry. Nice Toby's talking to him. Well, I mean, what use is that to him? Now he's on one. Well, one is already taken. Oh, no, we have to call him back now. For fuck's sake. <laughs> um, I put a song on. Barry, I'm sorry, okay. mate. I don't know okay. whose fault it is. Ian Boltzmann. Oh. 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 Oh.
And I would say that that is technically a song. Yeah. Straight to where, Barry? Hiya. Hiya, mate. Straight to where. Honestly, you wouldn't believe what's been happening in this studio. The running around. <laughs> Nat's going, oh, could you get this song for me as well? It's like just twatting about. And I've eventually just went, just call him from the phone now, rather than keep calling him and trying to put you through. Right. Honestly, mate, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Got hung up on four times. I honestly thought it was a wind-up. No, not at all. No, I was, I was, tr I was trying to talk to you. So it oh, wasn't me. Okay. And it only eventually worked when I did it myself. All right. I wasn't trying to interrupt Connor, by the way, because when you said, oh, Barry, call in, I, I, I heard Nat go, oh, so I'm sorry, if you don't want me on that, yeah. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll disappear. Well, it's not, it's not Nat's show, is it? No, 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 she doesn't three. go. She doesn't no, go. no, I did, Barry. I was just, was just no, I just was she saying about say timings. Anything, <laughs> but I do want you. I haven't had you on for ages. How are you, Barry? I'm very well. Oh, are we on now? Yeah, 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 yeah. this is live, mate. Oh, right. oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when you came on, I said straight to air. <laughs> Someone's online too now. Holy fuck. Who's on no, two? No, they're not. I don't know what you're doing, but you just... Right, can we just ignore that Sorry, room? I'm ignoring Completely Toby. Do the show that's happening in this room. <laughs> Holy fuck, mate. Do you, want a, do you want a radio show? You can have it if you want it, Barry. <laughs> I'll let you... Right, I'll take 25 quid off for commission, and then you can just do what you want. I'm not even no, getting I'm paid. Right. I'm not even being paid anyway. Not by Fubar, but by the middle people from it. They just haven't been paying the money. It's like two months running now that this has happened, and it's really fucking me off. Right. Really, like, you've like, really sold it, it to Barry. It, it's really fucking. Me I know off. it is. So it's not happened again. So that last oh, show, really? I'm not been paid for that one again. Uh, that's, yeah. yeah. What? Who's not paying who? Um, Fubar are paying to the agency, yeah. and the agency aren't paying me. Oh right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The, the last payment was three shows. I got paid for three shows, and that was only after kicking off. All right. Is it the agency that 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 same one? Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, okay. Oh, Scott, this is really cryptic. This must be a frustrating listen. Sorry. I don't know, man. You know, right. I mean, I got, I got um, a shitload of gin off him the other day. That's nice. <laughs> oh, that's, a that's, a, that's an excellent <laughs> thing to send to a fucking manic depressive. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell it. Sell him a crate of fucking gin. We have oh, yeah, one every day shoot. at Christmas. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Was it nice gin? You can I've got sell. no idea, mate. It's still, we'll in the, it's still in the hall. I'd sooner just get the payments. Is what I'd sooner. I can get. eBay it during the show. <laughs> you can't sell it <laughs> on eBay. Ah. Oh, is that true, Barry? You can't, can you? Uh, I don't... I, do you know what? I don't think so. I mean, I've hmm. tried selling um, some vape stuff on there, and even now that you've got to have a certain... You've got to be registered just to sell um, anything to do with vaping now. What else, you've got to have a what else special do you sell? Account. Do you have an eBay shop? What else do you sell on your shop? No, <laughs> <laughs> I've just been... I've been trying it because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really into me vaping now. Because I, I, I've given up smoking. Oh, congratulations. That's good. But Cheers. you do vape, like, like Ian does. Yes. Yeah. Copying me. Yeah. How much do you vape a day? Because Ian, you vape a lot. Yeah, I do, mate. No bother. Don't look. We're going to do some now. <laughs> not even bothered, mate. You're right. Yeah, it's I, I, I do. You're not allowed to do lot. that indoors, though. It is illegal to do that indoors. No, it's not. It is. No, it's no, not. not it is in this building. No, it's not illegal. We're not allowed to. People have to go outside to no, vape. That, that so. might be a rule, but it's not illegal. Why does everyone go outside then, even at train stations, even at airports? Because they, they, they have a rule. Pussies. But it's not well, illegal. This is what you'll go back about. Pussies, did you say? <laughs> um, do, you know, do you know what the actual thinking is behind it? No. The, the, it's not illegal, but right. it, it might be a rule of an establishment. It's kind of in, in most restaurants, in cafes, you yeah. cannot simply sit there and vape. And do you know what the, the main, where that's come from, really, yeah. besides being just awkward, but the mm. main reason for that is um, because they can't differentiate the, so if it's in a club or whatever, yeah. they can't differentiate the smoke from actual cigarette smoke, mm. so they don't know if someone's actually smoking or not, and they can't monitor it, so they just go, right, so we have nowhere, nothing. Because the smoke disappears in seconds. Different smell, though. 
Yeah, but if you're looking at like 500 people oh. and some smoke comes from in the corner, you don't know if they've got a fag on or whether they're vaping. Right, I see. That's oh, what it is. Fair enough. Yeah. Just make it else. Just do it outside then. Um, Barry. Yeah. Later on, I've got a interview an astrologist. Okay. What are your thoughts on that? I don't really buy into it all. He's an, an, an astrologist and does like past life regressions and all that. Um, he, yeah, he claims to have lived over a thousand lives, including being an Egyptian queen, transgender Saxon soldier. <laughs> <laughs> and that's as far as she was able to read. <laughs> so how, how am I meant to fucking interview Sorry. this person? <laughs> which doctor? <laughs> if she can't he... even get through his CV without laughing, how are we meant to have Sorry. him in the studio? <laughs> a witch doctor and even an alien. And I'm in. I thought you'd be into past life regression, Barry. I think I'm quite into this. I, right. I want to know. Um, yeah, I've, I've had it. I've had it sort of done a couple of times. Oh. Um, okay. And did you get um, same res- same results both times? No. So one of them has to be bollocks. Mm. Or I've lived more than one. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Who were they? Can I ask? Who were you? One of them I can't talk about. One you, of them. You can, mate. It. It's chopped out. It's gone. It's gone. All right. What do you uh, mean? One of them. Uh, it's a nice show. Stop! Stop Sorry. interrupting. He's talking. No, but if he's worried about it, okay. And I've right, just told him it's fine to talk okay, about fine. it. Go on. Oh God, I don't want to. Go on. Uh, yeah, one, one of them I worked on a farm, um, and there was loads of cows. Um, loads of cows. And I got I got taken to the point of death, and I died on a beach next to a boat. Um, and the other one, uh, I was a trumpet boy in a band. Bugle boy. Oh, you've mentioned this before. I swear you have about the bugle. Yeah. I remember the bugle boy. You're yeah. a bugle boy. Yeah. You want a trumpet, mate. You're a bugle boy. He's a trumpet. <laughs> You're a bugle boy in my bugle band. <laughs> <laughs> you were the main bugler in Barry's bugle band. You were, you were at the front tooting away. <laughs> In fact, you very rarely blew it. Uh, you oftentimes you just looked at it in your own hands. Apparently, for coming to the regression, you weren't even playing it. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been carrying that for someone else, for all you know. That is true. How but, did you die, the bugle boy? No, uh, didn't, I didn't die. Just got sacked from the band. Oh. <laughs> Still alive <laughs> they now. Didn't, they didn't take me to the point of death there. Oh. No. The problem is with the second regression that I did. I actually fell asleep at one point. Yeah, but I, I think that's what regression actually is, isn't it? They just take you to a point of realisation where you are. Half, yeah, because I said that to you afterwards. I went, I don't know if I was half awake, half asleep, and starting to go into, like, the dream phase. Yeah, and, and so... And I can't you tell know? you, mate. I can't tell you if you were or not, because um, it wasn't fucking filmed properly, so... Uh... <laughs> I've got no idea what happened in there. I haven't got any footage of it. Two <laughs> <laughs> step away from this kind of worm. There was only, uh, only four cameras on you, mate, so... <laughs> that was a fun day There were only four cameras filming But don't worry Because luckily When we brought you out Of the regression And you were very emotional When we were talking about all that Don't worry There was a camera Just rested on a mantelpiece Yeah <laughs> Genuinely filming. crying as well Yeah yeah no, There's a brilliant oh. bit of footage That nobody filmed Yeah <laughs> um, But yeah It was an emotional day That wasn't it When you were regressed Yeah Yeah, yeah. But it <sighs> wasn't your take on that That you didn't you, you didn't You weren't convinced You had been regressed You're too relaxed because yeah. uh, you do get taken into like a nice warm room and they do lie you back on like something really comfy and they put like like pan pipes or enuron or something like that yeah. and you're like just you're just dead comfy and I was knackered anyway yeah 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 do you think yeah. you know that because you were essentially in a little hut weren't you yeah that was outside the house of the person that was regressing you mm. um, do you think when they're not using that for um, regressions of that, that that's like, <laughs> do you reckon that's their like fuck hot? <laughs> I knew it was going to be so dodgy. 
<laughs> Do you reckon or not? As that was the feeling I got. If I had a place, of... if I had a place like that, mate, it would be my fuck up definitely. <laughs> there was a lot of oils in there. Yeah, that was, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> that was to stop you escaping. They just put it over the doorknob on the inside. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so yeah, we've been listening later. I'm going to chat to Nicholas Ojula. Yeah, I'll have a listen in. I don't know how to play it, mate. What should I actually do? I, I don't want to go in aggressive. Do you know what I mean? Because they're a guest on the show. No, but he's going to. I've already given him our date of birth and our year and stuff, so he's going to come in with some info on who. Including we are. mine? Yeah, yeah. Why are you giving out my personal details to strangers? Well, just ask when your birthday was. Yeah, but for all, we know, for all we know, I, he's got have a you fucking given his side. Maiden name as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> what was the street where he was brought up? Didn't ask that. Didn't what was ask his that. first pet's name? Yeah. <laughs> What's a memorable date for him? And you can't have your birthday or Christmas. So I don't know who has these memorable fucking dates I that don't aren't them. Yeah, that's a that's a bank that's security question. Now. Memorable that. date, but you can't have your own birthday or Christmas. Put the day I die. <laughs> the day I die. Oh, Barry could do that because he's yeah, died several times exactly. once on a beach. Yeah. Um, so we don't know how you died in that <laughs> regression, do we? We don't know what the situation was. We did, all we know is you were quite distressed. Yeah, and you were you were in a state of distress when you came round. Yeah, I know yeah. that. I, I know that from my memory. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said yet that you thought I was like a different person when I came back in. I think it's the biggest um, injustice with the Parapod movie that, um, for whatever reason, that footage no longer exists. Because I found it extremely powerful. I, th- I thought it was extremely. You looked different, so you actually physically looked different. Mm. That's what I remember. So I remember you coming back in. And it was a full day, but a full day shooting, by the way. Mm-hmm. People were meant to be filming it, um, and uh, you you physically looked different, which is the other annoying thing about the footage being fucked up. Because I would like to see that footage with passage of time and see if you did actually look different or whether it was just you know because yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. obviously in quite a heightened state as well because I was filming at the same time that you were being regressed. You know, there were supposed to be two things going on at the same time, mm. so I was in quite a extreme state and it was right towards the end of the shooting and it was um tempers were frayed as well so it was all because we had quite i have got footage of the row we had before it before you went in it sort of kicked off a little bit before it did we have a row yeah 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 well, it wasn't really a row but it got quite heated oh it was a debate that we had wasn't it yeah yeah so it got quite heated in at the place mm. where you were being regressed so i've got some of that footage but not not right. much of it. It's no good on its own. I need it to be. Yeah, yes, yeah. Nat, I'm Nat sorry. Put a hand up. I'm just like to question because at the beginning you said that there were four cameras on, uh, but no one filmed it. But now you're saying it was lost afterwards. So did it get filmed and then it got ruined? Four or? four cameras were filming and none of it filmed it. I've got some footage, but no audio. Wow, that's something spooky. That's it's weird, not spooky it? at all. <laughs> I, I assure you, it's not spooky at all. Well, how can four different cameras not pick up? Uh, sound and vision I think it depends how leathered the crew got the night before that would be yeah, my it, was the, it was the ghost of an old sailor called Jerry <laughs> <laughs> that would be my take on the situation I see, I see, when you've got okay. Barry Dodds of all people yeah. on a film set saying they're being fucking ridiculous then you know there's a problem if Barry notices it then you know there's a problem that is annoying that there's nothing of that can you mm. not get regressed again well, no, no, because then it's a, that's, so, then it's a false thing, isn't it? Can't be it's someone not, else this time. He can't be someone else because otherwise that just, that just shows it up as bollocks. If no, it's no, someone because else. as Barry rightly says, he could be having his fifth or sixth life. He doesn't know what life he's on now. Well, where do we cap it? You can't. You can never know. You could have like twenty-five. 
Yeah, we might eventually get an interest in life because so far I've been a fucking farmer and a trumpet player. <laughs> <laughs> Not the great. You died on a beach, so you would presume it was on his holidays as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Next to a bird. See, that could be interesting. Could be. Mm, I reckon as a you reckon what? Well, you die in war. Don't bugle boys go into war? It had just been killed in a well, war. Well, it depends when it was. If it was just in you the know 70s. What? It was military. Ah, was it? okay. Did you have a gun? No, I had a uniform on. And I meant, <laughs> to, be <laughs> What's that? And I meant to be speaking to Kingzilla at the moment. Yeah, also, I don't understand the, <laughs> oh, connect- the right, connection. The connection there, did you have a gun? No, I had a uniform on. Well, I don't understand what that means. <laughs> well, both. I had a uniform on, but, but then again... Both, both, but I just thought because I had the uniform because it sort of looked military because I remember it had gold trim. It was a red j- jacket with a gold trim on it. But wouldn't like the scouts or whatever, something like that, would probably have some sort of trim? If, if, yeah, if, and, if, the, if sa- and the Salvation Army. Yeah, if they were marching, yeah. yeah. So you're probably just Sally Army, mate. Probably. But that's all right. That's a noble pursuit. Yeah, give them 19 quid the other day. Did you? What for? <laughs> just because. Get, just get rid of them off your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just this thing happens to us when I'm tired, right? I get really emotional. I can't right. deal with like, like, like the slightest thing can make me really happy and giddy, or the slightest low thing can make me really depressed. It happened last night. Oh, really? I've not noticed that during the filming of the film. You've, you've hit that very well. <laughs> like last night, I was trying to find some photographs for Patreon, right? right? And I was having to go into really old photos to find them. And I was like seeing photographs of ex-partners, and it started like getting to us. I was like, oh, oh my god. Right. But um, but the other night I was driving back from a gig and I was really tired and um, Phil Collins came on. It was that um, <laughs> feel it in the air tonight. Feel it and, in the air tonight. Oh no, no, it wasn't. No, that's um, no, day no, in paradise. Paradise. yeah, that okay. came on. And honestly, I was just thinking, God, it's Christmas and there's pit. and I actually listened to the words of that song like properly and it just really got to me. And yeah. I got home and I was like, oh, I did that? You text the number and it takes money off, puts money on your phone bill and they take it and it buys presents for people and shit like that. I'm I'm sure, do you know what? I reckon Phil Collins would be delighted with that in his Tory fucking villa. Fucking Tory also. Um, That's why I was ringing Jeremy Vine this afternoon. I couldn't get on his show. I was was ready to tear a strip off this fucking prick they had on. Who was it? Oh! Who was it? Oh, my God. Did you say that when you went through to the... <laughs> I think I can see why they didn't put you through, mate. Was it a guest? I'm going to look at their Twitter see who they are. Well, Barry will probably tell us, won't he? So angry. Go who on. was it? So eventually. Uh, the, one of the discussions on Jeremy Vine was um, they, were talking, they were talking about Brexit, as they always do, but the, the second sleep. topic was um, no, it wasn't Wayne's Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what's your problem with Wayne's sleep? Well, I'm going to go at him. <laughs> I don't really know. Mate, have you, got, have you got an issue with his sexuality, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna tear a strip off him, will you? <laughs> oh, the Salvation um, Army, hasn't? No, I might be misquoting this. Don't the Salvation Army wasn't there some sort of issue with them years ago about um, homophobia or something? I'm sure. There, I'm, I'm sure there was some conflict. Which I, I've always been very supportive of the Salvation Army, but I'm sure, I, I definitely read this thing where. There was a because it's a religious organisation ultimately. Yeah, it's Christian, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, you're I, always going to. I think conflict. there was something yeah. like that. I mean, I personally, uh, even though I think it's like uh, to be applauded what you've done, but I'd, I'd always go just get the cash out, go give it someone on the street. Was it Stefan Dennis? Yeah. Was it Stefan Dennis? Go with Stephen Dennis? Who am I no. Friend? Okay, so it what was... happened? Let, let's let Barry talk. Come on, what happened? I meant to ask you that. Do you yeah. um do you know someone called Kate Quilton? No. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Um, so anyway, you're, you're um, listening to the Ian Bowles with Catch Power. <laughs> should, should I? Do they know me? 
Can't be, uh, they can't be on one. Barry's on one. Yeah, what do you think Barry's on? Oh, my God. This is the problem. Honestly. Toby's trying to put call through to the same line. Oh, Sorry, it mate. sounds like there is someone it's on one with that. It's Honestly. It's, it's like, just let them, let them wait. <laughs> right. No, let, let them actually wait. They can just... We'll, we'll give her a call back in a little bit. I never knew that this could do this. They've never done this before with Fuck a call waiting on the same me. line. This, this is, is unbelievable. This is brand new. As a, as a general rule, if I'm talking to someone else, don't interrupt me for talking to them. On the same with, line? With there's somebody else to talk to you now. <laughs> We'll just Chaos, to, uh, honestly, man. We'll just we'll push them back until we're ready. Until we've got a gap for them in the show. No, but we have got a gap for them now. We've not. No, Barry's like, no, Barry's on the phone, desperately I wanting to tell us. No, I you, you, no, I don't want you to. Right here we go. They don't have a lot of time. Okay, well, some other time then. Um, okay, right. So go on, Barry. What are you saying? Sure. Uh, oh, I feel sorry for that other person. Yes, yeah, so do I. Why did I put uh, the guest well, then? What are they on? What are they on? Well, put them on two then. <laughs> Can't believe you were digitally you were nearly digitally removed from the show, Barry. <laughs> it's, it's all right. Shall, shall I speak to you no, at the end? You speak no, to this could, could, no, because the audience are now waiting for the story of what you were going to call Jeremy Vine about. Uh, and there right, is no they, story yet with Gingzilla until we speak to them. So at the moment, we're okay staying with the call we're with. Right. Somebody on right. One of the debates on Jeremy Vine was yeah. that they're turning streetlights off. Yeah. Um, at night, after like one o'clock in the morning, yeah. they're turning them off. Yeah. And the EA have said that there's been 11 deaths, and that's contributed towards 11 deaths, right? Yeah. Can I just interrupt you for a second, mate? I've just had a thing through on my screen that says Gingzilla is now stuck on line one. Yeah, apparently. They're now trapped in the machine. Because you're on line one, and I don't know what I'm meant to do about that. I don't know how to <laughs> re rescue them from line one. That, that's not my problem. This has never happened before. Go on. I'd carry on, Barry. Sorry, mate. So, um, so that's what the debate was. Now, I, as somebody who does a lot of night driving, and, yep. and you'll know as well, I've been getting more and more annoyed over the last few years. They're turning off lights on the motorways, yeah, while also putting more and more roadworks on them, yeah, which I think is a lethal combination. Okay. But they're turning street lights off um, to save money, yeah, and they, you know, they, they had some uh, somebody who was. Saying you know it's a good idea, and the person who was saying it was a good idea was the council bloke for Barnet. Okay. Um, this I, I I don't want to offend anybody's political beliefs, but he was he, he was Tory. Yeah, right. you could you could tell, and he was saying what a great success that it was, and that all these statistics were were you know exaggerated by the AA. And I was so angry because right. he sounded so smug and happy. Well, because they've saved the money. money. So the, yeah, they, they, they consider the success to be saving money. Yeah, yeah, they've saved 15 million. And I wanted to ring in and go, right, is that going to be reflected in people's council tax bills then? Are you going to lower it? Because they've paid for the lights. Yeah. And he's saying, you know, oh, well, you know, people don't go out walking after one o'clock in the morning. It's like, well, they do. You do, don't you, mate? You're, right you're often wandering the streets doing your murders. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was, I was really angry. Okay, well, do you feel like you've got that off your chest? I understand, I, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. I think anything that's a penny-pinching measure by local mm. councils when there are actual issues that aren't being addressed that do urgently need addressing, so not things like turning the lights off. Turning the lights off in a street, it doesn't matter whether people generally go out walking at one thing in the morning. The fact of the matter is, is there could be one person who's not whose car's broke down, there could be one person who's not been able to get the night bus, there could be one person who yeah. you know can't afford a taxi or whatever, who, ha who has no choice but to walk home. Yeah. Right, so yeah, no, need, yeah. no matter who that is, and if something you know 
tragic or sinister or whatever befalls that person because somebody's able to operate under cloak of darkness when that shouldn't be the case whereas as far as that person knows there are going to be lights on the way home then if that happens one time that does not justify saving a, a million pounds even if it's that no. particularly when other elements of your council tax and elements of your, your tax generally go to weapons go to fucking mm -hmm. you know all manner of hideous things vanity projects with politicians and stuff. so I, I absolutely totally agree with you that, that that should be so far down the list turning the lights off at night like yeah. it really should but i also think that could could be traced back to being endemic of people who are like uh you know very, very about climate change and they would consider it a waste of energy and you know all that sort of stuff so there's that argument that comes into it as well so yeah. it's it, it's basically i think one of the issues with what could loosely be described as the left at the moment is they are giving the right reasons to do things <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. so you know they they, they are they are giving people who aren't doing it for the the actual good reason. They're doing it to save money or to it's it's not save money, is it? It's make money. Yeah. Because they're not rebating council tax, so they're making that money. They're not saving it. They're making it, and it's yeah. got to go somewhere, hasn't it? So where's it going to go? So, um, but I think you know when you get vigilant people, not vigilant, uh, when you get very vocal people about. Issues like climate change, which is a, a totally valid thing to talk about, when you get, when you get to a point, as we see on social media nowadays, where people um, are pulling everyone for everything all the time, then you do then create an environment where the the baddies can operate far easier because they can just say that they're doing it for your cause. Yeah, yeah. So it's <sighs> better than Jeremy Vine, isn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it made me so angry, and it just. If anybody listens to it on Catch Up, you'll know exactly what I mean. He was so happy. He was like, about this about this saving 15 million. Yeah. And it's like, mate, 11 deaths. And he's like, oh, well, that's exaggerated. Oh, so, like, the, so there were 11 deaths, were there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, there was 11 deaths because the AA have said, you know, the street lighting was a major contributing factor. Right. Unbelievable. Well, and he was there defending it. What a shame what you didn't have your twat. voice. What is a what? <laughs> <laughs> Twat. Twat, okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I was very happy to give you your voice. I'm sorry that it wasn't on such a large scale as on the... What's Jeremy Vine on? No, it's all right. I, I just feel really bad Channel for God, Godzilla now that they can't come on and... I'm sorry. No, they still I, can. I they're really... on the line. Yeah, they're on the okay, line. Okay, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to yeah, go, all right. right. Um... I'm going to speak to, as you said, Godzilla. <laughs> Gingzilla. Gingzilla. Oh, oh, sorry. It's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers, bye. Take care. Bye-bye. So if Barry hung, hangs up, is King Zilla there now? No. Brilliant. Well, I don't understand. But it's really good that we've had some technical issues and the technical people who haven't come in to find out what's going on today, isn't what it? That's very helpful. What, so what was I... So if, if they're what? put through no on line idea. one and Barry's on line one, what am I meant to do? That's also genuinely never happened with that beep beep for the call waiting. But I do know that we've had an email, so um, we do kind of need to call them now, Toby, put them through, and then right. we will... Now. Put this off for now. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how much more of that I can take. It's <laughs> a Romanian version of common people, of course. Right, I don't hate I'm gonna turn it off. I don't hate it. I just can't be bothered with it. That's Fair that's enough. where I'm at at the moment. Um okay, um we're finally gonna speak to Ginger Lee. Oh, you there on the phone? Yes, I am here. Hi oh, there. I'm so Thank sorry God. about all that fuss. That was uh <laughs> We, basically what happened is you know you were booked last minute is we had a guest pull out and then we tried to get other guests and then all of them said yes so I'm now cram I'm cramming everybody into the show at the same time so that's why cram them all in my love yeah totally oh. totally doing that <laughs> right so I'm going to ask something straight off the bat now and I'm, I, I, I don't wish this to be an offensive thing at all because that, no, that, that's not the intent behind it uh -huh. um, I, I just, I'd like you to clarify for me if possible 
uh, and explain this to me. So earlier on, before we start the show, they have a thing on the screen for me to read out who's coming up on the show. Mm-hmm. And you were on there for 2.30, sorry about that. Um, and uh, basically there was a discussion in the studio that I wasn't really part of, but it was a discussion about, about whether it was he or she. That's what was going on. Okay, um, And yeah. then it was clarified that it was her. Uh-huh. And then there was a, a degree of confusion to that and stuff. And then and, and basically I, I just wanted to ask you just straight out about that, about what's the... About pronouns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I, for me personally... Yeah, I you you address me as how I appear. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm dressed as Ben, I'm a he. When yeah. I'm dressed as Ginzilla, I'm a she. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, but there's a conflict there, isn't it, from traditional gender um, appearance, I guess. Yeah. Which is that you're a heavily bearded person. Uh huh. So even when you're, and again, I'm using the words from your own press release. Even if, when you're in drag. Yep. Um, it's still apparent, I think, that you're a gentleman. Yes, definitely. But the thing is, what I what I do, I, I use the the feminine guise of like with transforming my body and my face, yeah. And my 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 the way I move is completely different from yeah. me as a man. So it's what I like to think is it kind of like gender fuck. Yeah, I'm kind of like in between the lines. I'm like I, I I'm like that kind of you question like oh what is this yeah you know, what am I looking at well you do, know? Do, would you get I mean I, I don't know this isn't a setup thing I'm just I'm asking you straight because I I sometimes get a little bit frustrated when people get very uh, uh, when they, I mean, I, I've seen people get cross about being misgendered or whatever or, or you know what their preferred pronoun is and get very angry about it when you're like yeah but how's that person no. meant to know. I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I do not get offended. And the thing is, I, I, I understand. People do, though, eh? That, that, that uh, is yeah, a no, thing, totally. though. I, I understand why they get offended. But in my case, um, I, my, my persona is a character. It's not a, it's not a life choice. Yeah, so, okay. like, it's not life choice. It's not like, it's not who I identify as. Yeah. Jimzilla is a character comp- different to who Ben is. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. I live my daily life as Hobo Ben, and then I get dressed up, and I am Jimzilla. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And what, yeah. so, how did that come about as a thing? Because it's a career for you. So, how does that, how did that come about as a career choice? Yeah, well, it came out when I um, like in 2016. I started drag. I moved. I freshly moved to London, and I went to the East London, and I discovered the glory and like the East drag scene. And it was very political and creative, and it was very like just inspiring to see like drag used in such a creative. Yeah, and that's where I kind of and I entered a competition and then just fell into drag. Really, was this on? Was was it X Factor or something you did? No, so I did X Factor this year. Okay, Um, yeah, yeah, that's like two years after I started. Um, X Factor was just like a a kind of progression of of what I've been doing. So before I was a kind of a singer, and then I discovered Junzilla, and I thought like, why not take it to the world stage? Yeah, and what are the yeah. what are the career prospects for that? So what are the what would be the the route through it? What you know? So if, if you were um, a singer, if you're just a singer, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I guess you could you could see a logical career progression of perhaps what what would be someone's ambition. So it would be I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. I'm going to release a single, I'm going to release mm-hmm. an album, you know, blah blah yeah. blah. Um, so yeah. what what would be the career path through it, or is it something that you're just finding as it goes along? No, my career path right now, I, I, I definitely have a much stronger career path now doing drag than I did before as just a corporate singer, and I was doing musical theater. Okay. Like, right now, I, I get to create 
what I want to do. Yeah. So what I do right now is I um, I create theater shows and extravaganzas and and like just like my Christmas show um, at the Spiegel Center in Leicester Square. It's all about like a celebration of bringing together. Um, I either do I either create variety shows where I. I get all artists in and create like theater shows yeah. or I do solo shows where I just sing. Um, but mainly I, it's kind of like what I, what drag has given me is the impetus to create work for myself rather than waiting by the phone going, Oh, someone going to call me for, to get that, um, kind of like that gig. It's weird. You know, do I, you know what? I create the gig. Yeah. Totally. And isn't it weird that there are still creatives? There are still people and not just performance artists, you know, I mean, people just like creatives, like writers and poets and whatever, that there are still, in 2018, nearly 19, where there are still creatives who do just sit and wait. No. Do, uh, but it, that, still, that still is a thing, though, that, and, and it's baffling yeah. to me, that. No, you, you can't. You, that, that's like, you'll just wait by the phone for the whole, your whole life, really. Yeah. So, if you have something to say, go out and say it. Yeah, well, with, with uh, Ginzilla's Gingerbread House, which is the show you were referring to before in the Spiegel Tent, um, yeah. which is that's on the 11th, right? Is that correct? Yeah, it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah, there you go. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, yep, yep, so, yep. so that's just something, I, I guess, you're, you're essentially created from... Is that just you? Is it a solo show, that? Um, well, originally it was going to be a solo show, and then I kind of got really ambitious and thought, why not? I'm doing in the Spiegel Tent in the middle of Leicester Square. Yeah. Why not go ball deep so i did um so now there's, there's a band there's a full choir oh well, that's that, that's good then a, i know there's a snow machine inside there's snow inside the tent it's going to be it's, it's it's an extravaganza i've basically created this this ultimate kind of christmas extravaganza oh brilliant well that's uh, yeah. I mean, that's also on a logistic level a good thing because the reports i'm hearing back from the speedle tent is it's a beautiful venue and it's a beautifully set up thing but, no oh, but noise bleed apparently is very is very much an issue no well the thing is i have you ever been to the speedle tent it's one of the most beautiful venues in the world yeah it's this gorgeous wooden tent um filled with mirrors and the, the, the state-of-the-art lighting and sound so it's going to be a spectacular um, oh, wonderful so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that just a one-off performance? And is it just that one show? Is that what you're doing about? Yeah, it's a one-off, sh one-off performance. How exciting! But yeah, and there's gonna, it's, it's uh, got all the Christmas carols in there, plus some unexpected music. All so of, all of them. All, well, all, of, all them. of them. Well, every, every single, single Christmas carol is in your show. Every, every single one. There's an opportunity. There's, we have a sing-along carol wheel. Oh, that, nice, um, nice. Okay. Basically, it will land on. It has every single option that you can get. And if it lands on it, then you'll get the chance of seeing a Christmas carol. How many but options? How many Christmas carols are there? Oh, there's at least I think there's at least fifty on the wheel. Wow. Um, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Have you got um, lyrics? Lyrics? Yeah, we have projection lyrics. Okay, on, fine. on the on the on the big projection. I just don't want you to get stuck singing some some rarity. Well, that's the thing. Like, there's so many there's so many Christmas carols that have that really weird um, first verse that no one knows the words to. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not just going to have Christmas carols. It's going to be some really unexpected songs. Okay. It's going to be like, there's going to be ACDC in there. There's Velvet Underground. There's In Excess. So it's, it's, it's like this mashup of like awesome kind of like rock, pop, Christmas carol extravaganza. <laughs> um, I, I think that's... Uh, I... <laughs> I understand why people don't do this, by the way, but I think it's a shame that more people don't, where you do a show that is literally a one-off. Do you know what I mean? Where you do a show that's just... 
that's the only time you're performing it. And it may be that you perform a version of it, or maybe you do it next year as well, same gig. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I, I, it's my first time creating it, so that's why it's one-off this year. I'm hoping to tour it and make it a bigger version next year. But it wouldn't so, be the same show, though, would it? But from what you're saying, you know, some of it is in the lap of the gods anyway, so it wouldn't be the same show two nights running anyway. No, definitely not. Definitely not. That's really exciting. This, I like that. Yeah. How brilliant. So, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's going to be it, super exciting. And who funds that? Have you, have you self-funded that? Funding. <laughs> you have yet? Is it all like your own pocket? <laughs> oh, I win funding the money, my love. Me. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Is that, I was talking, remember we were talking to you the other week who we interviewed on the show, it's a film producer who said, you never put your own money into a film. And I, that is an adage. That's the thing mm. that you're saying. You n- never use your own money for yeah. making a film. And, but the thing is, when I thought about this for, my, for this Christmas show, is that... It's like my love letter to London. It's my first kind of big Christmas show in London as Ginge Villa. Yeah. So I thought, why not just go balls deep and... Sorry, I keep saying balls deep. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm investing in, like, these gorgeous costumes... You know, you, you, you absolutely should. No, I, I was going on to say then I don't agree with that adage. I think that is. I think if you've got a, a project that you mm. feel passionate about, which you should, if, if you're making a mm-hmm. film, you should feel passionate mm-hmm. about it. So yeah, yeah. You, you should absolutely put your. You should go. No, of course I'll put my money into that. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. believe in this. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, you know, yeah. I believe in it as a project. So even if I, even if I best case scenario lose money, I still want this to be created as a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you who did that as well. I mean, I've done it with. I've put money into the Parapod movie right. as well. But I'll tell you who did do it mm-hmm. was George Lucas. George Lucas put his own money in for Empire Strikes Back, which is unheard of to right. do. Really? And he put his own money in, and, the, and that's why George Lucas, until he sold it to Disney, ultimately retained full creative control of every element of Star Wars and every element of Lucasfilm because he yeah. owned it. It mm-hmm. was it, there was no debate, and he, he gave that's everyone big bonuses. He you know, he fought mm-hmm. the system and won and lost. He was fined heavily by the Directors Guild and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he oh, left wow. the Directors Guild. Um, and uh, and he just gave huge benefits to all the people that had worked for him and that, and he just ran. He, he was just a proper auteur, you know, properly ran his company. And I think that that mm-hmm. is really a thing to aspire to—to to be in charge of all your own stuff. So, do you know what I mean? So, of course, you got to put your own cash in. Oh, well, that's the thing. It's, you get to pick the people you get to work with as well. Yeah. if it is your own money. And yeah, I've 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 got such great people working with me on the show. Like my MD is Victoria Falconer. Okay, she is an amazing musician. Um, from Australia as well. And the, the thing is, when, what I thought when I w- started working with her is that I wanted to create a night, a one-off night, that if you come to see this show, you will leave going, oh my God, I just saw something. Brilliant. You know? And it will, it will, it will be something that will go down the history books because it's going to be so extra. Okay. <laughs> I, no, I, I believe yeah. you. I absolutely, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. can tell with the passion in your voice, I, I absolutely believe you. <laughs> um, that's really ace, man. You know, man, man, lady, lady, man. I'm um, a man right now, so yeah, you can okay, call me fine, man. Fine. <laughs> well, I say man to everyone anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with it. It's 11th of December. It's tomorrow night, 7:30 p.m. Yeah. at the Spiegel Tent, Leicester Square. Um, I, it, honestly, the, like I hope it goes fantastic for you. And that's thank you so and, much. And, and you know, full full respect to you for doing that. If that sounds like thank a fantastic you so much event. for having me, my love. It's an absolute pleasure. <laughs> I shall speak to you again soon. Yes. Have a nice night. Take care. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Um, just so you know, this is a song that Nat put on the system. Um, she's now gone for a wee or something. And it essentially, I'm only half listening to it because I was texting someone, but it sounds like a chubby brown song to me. So I'm going to divert it off. We'll get rid of that one. Not keen at all. <laughs> um, 
this is one of the only times that I've ever not done the playlist myself. So I'm scanning through it now. I don't like any of this. Uh, let's go Hall and Oats. <laughs> There's loads of Hall and Oats on for some reason. I can't go for that. No can do. We're going to listen to that instead of that monstrosity. Do you know what? We've actually... I ain't got back, time for I'm music back. on the show. Back from my Wii. Turning it off. I've not got time for music. This show's too packed. I wanted to say as well, um, there's quite a lot of feedback <sighs> for this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. On my Patreon page. Why? Patreon.com forward slash Ian Bowlesworth. Come along, there's something on every day. It's very, very exciting. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I weren't. I've, do you know I did over a million words last week, last year on Patreon. That's good. Over a million words. That's a lot. It's fucking. It's like 10 novels. Yeah. Probably too much. Um, and before, because I've been away last week, before I went away, I yep. got my, so my Patreon now is up to date as of Monday mm-hmm. till next Saturday. Oh, good! That's I've done good. a post every day, yep. and they're all nice. like big bulky posts as well. But anyway, um, so I was talking about food bar mm-hmm. in one of the posts, mm. and I think I was actually speaking about it quite affectionately, to be honest with you. Um, but lots of people left comments. I'm did, just gonna, you, I'm did, read you, did you ask for comments? I don't think I did. But Fuck I'm, them I'm, then! I'm, I'm don't worry about hey, it. Well, let's not insult the people on my Patreon. Sorry. Like my patrons. <laughs> Um, so they all gave their opinion on the show. Okay, I, I actually, great. what I was mentioning was, is the time change. So I yeah. said that we're changing the time. Oh. So from the new year, this show's starting six. at four, four till six. As from the yeah, as from the new year, that's yeah. correct. The live show, yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't have to worry them with anything else. No, that's so, true. so the show you will hear it will be four till six from rather live than two till four. four. Till six. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was basically asking whether people do listen live, yeah, or whether they listen on. You know, I don't think I asked. I think I said I don't know if people listen live or whether they listen to the podcast. Or what, I've got no idea. Spotify, how they do it. iTunes. So they were all yeah. leaving their messages. So Jamie said, "I really enjoy the show, but only listen to the podcast. So the time slot is irrelevant to me. Okay. I listen to it walking to and from work on a Wednesday. So your breakfast and drive time in my ears. So that That's must nice. be worth a pay rise. That's nice. Did you hear that? I did hear that. that. Must be I worth did pay hear rise. That, yeah. um, Helen said podcast. Um, that's what they listen to. Uh, Tammy said um, also. Oh, no, it's no said that this would make me drive time, which surely has a better live listenership. Okay. Do you yeah. Uh, yeah. Audience interaction Although, should be easier to get if sorry. you wish. Well, I want to just bring it back to drive time, but obviously, bear in mind on a internet radio station, drive yeah. time and breakfast isn't so much applicable as in time Why? slots, because people don't always listen in their car. They tend to be. But I think that that's because people don't realise they can. Yeah, I think I, like, I, think, I really I think, do. Yeah, I, me too. I, I, no. I think there's a misunderstanding of streaming. But yeah. I also think the streaming, I know certainly, I've, I've not listened live, as it were, to Food Bar for a long time, as in mm. when it's on, if it's a pre record. Mm-hmm. But I know back in the day, there were issues with lag and there were issues with yeah. it would jump backwards yeah, and all that was, sort of thing, which, which got just, very frustrating. We did, to but it's just been improved. So, yeah, you can, you can put it on in your car. Um, Nikki says, normally listen to the first half hour of the show as it's the last half hour of my lunch. Oh, okay. Thanks. Afternoon, Nikki. I won't so be listening now. So, would definitely be a bonus shift in the times as I go back into work after lunch, depressed that I'm missing out on something that puts me in a happier place. Huh? That, that's contradictory. So, was that bad? Now they're saying it was bad. Then yeah, they were moving time, but, but they start by bonus. saying it's good. I'm confused. Um, Amy, this is Gareth. Misses. Oh, hello. Um, I, theoretically, I'm one of the lucky ones who gets to listen live, although that's often interrupted by having to look after. Zombie. I think Zombie. Ronnie, little Ronnie. Zombie kid. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is all just about her life. Mm. Obviously, we love the audience interaction in the show. Yeah, I can't read any of this out. Okay, right. Thanks, Amy. Next one. I don't. I mean, it's look. Look, this it's is quite long. long. Oh, that is, that's long. That is too long. That. Yeah, that is too long. I presume that Amy is just in favour of it. I presume. So, yeah, she I think be. so. Yeah, it's just, so. Uh, Suzanne, Monday is my busiest day. 
so I listen to the podcast. Okay. LZ, I listen to the podcast. Wouldn't wouldn't listen live no matter what the time. Why is that? Just says commitment. Oh, right. Wasn't that I start I stop the podcast quite a lot, so probably wouldn't oh. matter too much any temporal confusion. Okay. That means as in if we're talking backwards and forwards about what's the future and what's the past. Guy listens to the podcast. <laughs> I can understand your concerns about doing the pre-record first. Mm-hmm. It might act as a teaser for next week's show, but then mm-hmm. you sometimes give us those teasers on here anyway. Yeah. On Patreon, yeah. Sometimes we do. Pa- no, you don't. You're not on my Patreon. Oh, yeah, I sometimes true. do say on Patreon what's coming up on the Foodball Show okay. for pre-record. That's another brilliant reason to join a Patreon. You can find out what happens on next week's show. Mm. Often me just saying don't listen to it because we're just both depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had, but you know what? People had some nice feedback on us being depressed last week, didn't they? Um, so I it was a nice did listen. They? What, what did they say? They said people, it was a nice listen. Jim Sterling actually tweeted and said oh, it was it? nice to hear genuine. And I can't remember someone else, did, a couple of other people just saying, oh, it's really nice to hear that when you're not in a good place, you're just being open about it. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's lovely. It is, but you don't want to don't get... Often. I agree with that, but you also don't want to become the person who's just always... Just on air and sad. Well, no, all, always bare bones of what you are. No, so, do you no, know what no. I, mean? some, I think sometimes you've got to have some front, and sometimes yeah. hide it. Uh, not necessarily even hide it, but I think sometimes you've got to have that front. Yeah, you, you've got to just do the job. And yeah, but I think there are other times when you feel that because we, we were proper like that wasn't sad. put on or nothing. No, we no, it wasn't. We were just both place, like I'm we? not really in the mood for life right now, so yeah, yeah. I'm sad about things. So let's just not pretend to be happy on yeah, air. Yeah, But also there have been but other it is times. someone's entertainment. That's exactly. The so there's been it? other times where we've had a chat before a show and we've both been a bit like, how are things? Or oh, quite, quite terrible, not good. Yeah. But then we both decide that we don't address anything on air and we just come on yeah, air and yeah. try and talk about other things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I, th- I think when, when, it, when other people go, it was, was very good acting out. Yeah. You know, but I think when other people are involved in it as well, you can't really. No, and then. I don't know. Um, Any more? There's, actually, there's loads more than I thought there was. Okay. There's like 48 comments. Well, that's nice. So, Thanks to everyone for But uh, as I recall, the general gist of it was so Colm O'Neill says, currently 6040 live podcast, but selfishly think four till six would be a better time. Yeah, that's I think too. Um, I think the majority of people listen to some podcasts. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. So, and when they say podcast, I assume they mean on iTunes rather than uh, could be the catch up or whatever. Either well. the website, but also I was going to say about streaming is you have You're Spotify. Obsessed with Spotify aren't yeah, because I want people to come and listen to because it's just an option now for um, you know definitely in your car to get your Spotify up, stream it, listen to it. Yeah, John Beck says I think on Sunday nights you should stay up, have a coffee, then come to London and broadcast all day from six a.m. till midnight. Wow, actually talking about John Beck, obsessed. Uh, he said he was listening to Connor earlier. He tweeted in and um, described described straight sex chat with clinical precision, and he said it's the highlight of his Monday. And Ian, you have me out. I could watch gay porn. Kiss. Well, I should specify, John, that the gay porn I have in mind is you being destroyed by ten other men. <laughs> That's what oh. I've got in mind. Yeah. When you say destroyed, yep. what? <laughs> yeah, I think you know. What okay, I mean. well, um, can we play? I put it on the. Uh, I put it on the playlist for you. I'm way ahead of you. Well, read out the tweet. You're you read it. Joe, Robert Walrus. Hello, Ian and Gigantor. I was wondering if since it was his birthday, happy Gigantor, birthday. Gigantor, and you. I know, I know. This week, could you please play my favourite Prince song, Pussy Control, as I don't think any other radio station would play it. Happy birthday, Joe, from the Gigantor. <laughs> Yeah. Rude. Do like this. Do like this. Rude. Happy birthday, Joe. Oh, I'm going to come and eat you. Rude. Right. Nicholas is coming up. Oh, oh and that's, that's nice. <laughs> who added that? It's a nice way go. to who cut it off. Like it's been taken off the screen. Who was that for? Oh, that Joe, was for Robert Joe Robert Walrus. Robert Walrus yeah. Okay, we're joined uh, now by Nicholas. Is a jeweler? It is a jeweler. That was all right, wasn't it? Sorry, I've not got your mic up. I do apologise for my fault. Um, it is a jeweler. It is. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So I've got. Um, this is the information I've been given. 
about that you. That is correct. <laughs> uh, well, you can verify it. Nicholas Azula is a young Hollywood astrologer with over 12 years of ex- expertise working between London and L.A. that regularly features in the, oh, in the Daily Mail. Oh, well, you don't like them, do you? <sighs> Fuck me. <laughs> And Beverly Hills Times. I don't know about Beverly Hills Times. Are they good? Are they credible? They are credible. <laughs> they are. Beverly Hills don't Times. Don't wear the Daily Mail. Don't do that. Don't comment on it because you're your job, but fuck me. Um, internationally acclaimed expert that offers a unique blend of holistic and lifestyle services to help you live a more soulful life. That's correct. Yep. That's me in a nutshell. He <laughs> claims to have lived over a thousand li- lives, I presume that is. Yeah. Including an Egyptian queen, transgender Saxon soldier, witch doctor, and even an alien. That's correct. Okay. Wow. Uh, Nicholas said problems, behaviours and health issues often stem from past lives as we unconsciously carry forward experiences, attitudes and old dynamics into this life. These can surface in many ways. That's very true. He's available as a guest <laughs> for interviews. We know that's true. Why, we know, why has this we, been left we know on that's there? True. Oh, God. Uh, we know that you're available for a guest because you are a guest on here. Yeah. Um, he has appeared on ITV, Biography Channel, Channel 4, featured in leading press the Daily Mail so you can't say they're leading press oh, The Sun again I will con- they I, I, actually, I, 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 they're not leading press I they mean, might be huge but yeah. they're not leading press in the UK they are they're, well, they're, worldwide the website's the, one of the most viewed websites in the entire world isn't yeah it? because yeah. they deliberately put up contentious things that people click to be mm. outraged but about which they do though yeah they know they, I know they're the fucking idiots for doing that mm. The Sun also fucking would be better thrown into the sea The Daily Mirror what press gla- do you like Glamour OK Vice and Beverly Hills Times do you know what I think about press about newspapers generally speaking I don't understand why it's still a thing. Like, I honestly, I really don't. I don't understand why newspapers are still a thing. I don't understand why people buy them. I don't understand... You mean physical copies rather yeah, than well, online? Yeah, well, that makes no sense. There's nothing mm. you can get in a newspaper that you pay for every day yeah. that you couldn't get on your phone now. Well, yeah, I mean, and also free. on the website of a newspaper, often you get it, you've already read it on there. If, if anything's like a newspaper can be slightly out of date, date. by the yeah. time that it's out in the, in the morning. So yeah. it, it baffles me yeah. that the human race hasn't caught up to... Hmm. And some people in the slow in the slow lane, but you know, sensation yeah, yeah. figures have fallen over the years with yeah. the rise of internet. Oh, there's yeah. been a lot of newspapers that have di- you know disappeared Defined. or yeah. I, I, I just find that baffling that, that the human race hasn't caught up to that. Mm. Or, or, or even when they're making the purchase, they don't like. Hang on, why am I? Can get it for free. Why, yeah, yeah why, right, why am exactly, I paying yeah. for this? Um, and I also feel the same way, by the way, about um, astrology. Yes. Ab- about the idea of star signs and all that sort of thing. I also don't understand how that. Has has remained a thing that some people subscribe to. I don't get it at all. Yes. I, I think it's a thing that when I look back on my life, certainly mm. I think, okay, well, I, I remember Russell Grant being knocking about, and I remember Mystic Meg and all that sort of stuff, and I remember it being quite a quaint thing. And I, and I don't know if it was taken seriously then, or whether it was just like, oh, it's a bit of fun or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, I know that for a year of my life, when I, in my late teens, I had a, a star sign thing that I'd cut okay. out of a newspaper. Okay. And um, that said, this year will be this, this, and this. Oh, okay. And it gave me comfort. Yeah. Even though what happened in that year did not correspond to what it said would happen in that. Right. Day. But I kept it in my wallet. I remember, I remember doing that. So I don't know if I ever subscribed to it okay. as such. Bit. But now I guess I'm... Do you not, if you have a newspaper... Because, see, I love reading a horoscope. I, I wouldn't read them. Um, but because I once went to a psychic who thought I was more Gemini, because my birthday's on the cusp, 21st of June, is when it changes yes. into cancer, but mine's on the 24th. They thought, I, they, thought, well, they thought I was part Gemini. I read both, and then whichever one I prefer, I go with that Which one. I know that's, <laughs> right. that's not right. Well, I know that's well, not right. Well, I now wouldn't even read it. Right, OK. I, is that, I now, I I now think it's a waste of ink and a okay. waste of paper. I think the whole paper's a waste of paper now. Mm. Um, so I guess really where I've arrived at in my what we could loosely term a career is I'm 
I, you think I, it's a load of shit? No, but, uh, but a huge part of my job is now I'm, I'm yeah. essentially a professional skeptic. That, that's what I am. So that's why when I saw your name come up, I was like, oh. Oh no, because I'm kind of not in the mood for a row. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. kind of not in the mood for having that discussion. Right, because Ian does a, a podcast called the, the Parapod, and it's now a film where there is there is Barry who does it with him, who is a, a more of a believer in things, and Ian is. Well, he believes, he believes predominantly in the paranormal. Yes. It's, yeah. it's not. You know, he so was on the, the show. You're anyway. the voice of reason. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I guess so. But it's it's also something that I'm kind of fiercely analytical about, and it's something yeah. that I have actually quite deeply looked into and, and worked out. I, I'm very interested in why people believe it. I, I've got it immediately dismissed as a reality, and I'm interested as to why people subscribe to that as a belief system. Yes. Or any belief system, for that matter. You know, anything that's fanciful and fairy tales how I see it. So... I was kind of dreading this because I didn't want to. I didn't want to have the boring arguments about it. Do you know what I mean? So I'm more than willing to listen to where you're at yes, with it and without feeling that I have to. Well, I think you know, with the astrology you read in newspapers, it's very much based on one sun mm. sign. And actually, real astrology is when we look at a person's date, time, and place of birth. Yeah. So I'm, you know, clients come and I have a reading. It's not just the sun sign. I know you're both sun sign cancerians, but that's mm. a, a tiny, tiny bit of who you really are when we look at astrology. You know, your moon might be in Scorpio. Your Mercury might be in Sagittarius. And it's looking at the whole relationship of, of the actual birth chart to, to analyse who a person is and, and to kind of make predictions about life trends. Mm. Um, so what you read in newspapers, I do have to agree with you, it's very kind of generic. Yeah. And if a person really wants to explore astrology, they kind of need to take it on a much deeper note. And, then, you know, there's a lot of probably listeners out there who probably would be like, you know, I've read my star sign in the newspapers and it didn't make any sense. Mm. But that's because it's not a real correlation of actually your real birth chart yeah so so each one so by that rationale yes each one each reading if you like would have to be tailored to and yes. two people couldn't have the same reading no because they weren't born unless they were born at exactly the same time exactly yes. the same place in twins or whatever so um i think that's quite an important thing to differentiate it is too because i think that there is a, a so do you, do you not feel a huge undermining of, of what you do by by that sort of thing? By I do, you know, in, you know, the media has kind of used astrology, it's become very popular on fun astrology, and mm. when you talk to people, they do kind of boo-boo it, or they're very kind of sceptical, um, but in a way, you know, my role as an astrologer is, in a way, it kind of brings people in, but actually the real depth of astrology is, is it's through understanding one's birth chart, and it's very deep, it's it's taken years of study, and I still feel today I'm still learning and growing okay. from understanding the planet. You know, if you look at the moon, you know, we all know the moon affects the tides, and we're made of 70% water. Um, so I'm a firm believer that, you know, the, that the moon affects how we feel, especially during a full moon. Yeah. And there are reports made by people that work in, in the police and in the medical profession who've observed that during a full moon they'll get more murders, more kind of accidents happen. So mm. Mm. there is this... this, this it's definitely, we're definitely affected by the planet. So you believe that that correlates biologically with the fact that we're, we're made up yes. primarily of water? Yes, and but, we've, but, got, but we've got water in our brains. Okay, yeah. but, but, but yeah. there's fluids in the brain. But, mm. but that's the seawater and the water that makes up a human being is a different thing entirely. It's just called the same thing, but it's not. It isn't the same thing. Like yes. You don't have waves. Well, I mean, there are certain... That's what you could say, there, waves there are certain waves times, in the brain. There are, yeah, yeah. Honestly, there are certain <laughs> times that I have quite a ripple going on oh. in my body. But um, but that's where I differentiate between that. So that's where I, I, th I would take that as a convenient correlation myself. Do you know what I mean? That would be like, yes. okay, well, that's like that. It's that way kind of isn't. What, the full moon thing? Because I, I was wondering about what, it, what is that? Because I know that people do say, oh, you know, often people will say, oh, it's a full moon. That's why people have been acting yeah, but a bit. Not, not in terms of the water that's in your body. You, you, you don't have a tide in no, your body. No. That's not, you know, so, that, so that, that's it's a, a different. What is it's a it? subtle tide. What you know? do you think then? Because what is it correlating to full it, moons? And I feel it affects your emotions. You know, uh -huh. moon and astrology relates to one's emotions. 
emotions, one's feelings. And I've observed through the, the various clients I've seen over the years that during a full moon, it, certain individuals tend to behave in irrational ways. They tend to do things they wouldn't normally do. They are much more emotional, much more high strung. Mm. Um, and there's lots of research done especially with the, with the police force, especially in the medical field, of why certain hospitals have been known to actually employ more staff during a full moon. Okay. Is there a scientific backing up of that? I don't know. That's a no. <laughs> <laughs> we can check it out there, Crazy. Uh, yeah, you can Google it. But I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm also not one for... I'm, I'm actually relatively open-minded in reality. I just... My open-minded leads me to then research yes. which then leads me to conclude that obviously it's people bollocks, react so in different ways it's, it's quite mm. hard to to measure it's like you know when people do these psychic kind of experiments they're done in a way where usually when people get kind of psychic information it's, it's very quick it's very intuitive it's expect of seeing cards it's it's, it's it's quite hard to measure in kind of scientific realms mm. otherwise it would have kind of got gotten there already but, so, well, so, okay, so we've talked about past life regressions, which mm. we were discussing earlier on, which is something that you do that you, you've That's done that. Correct. Yeah, okay. So past life regressions. So my, my take on that has, has been a recently formed opinion based on experience. Um, I've also had someone attempt to regress me four times over three days. Didn't and work. they couldn't do it. That, that actually couldn't even put me under. It couldn't happen. And then I was told, well, that's because you're close to it and all this sort of business, right? Um, my conclusion that I've drawn about regression is that I believe it can be explained very simply by something that we all experience in real life anyway, which is when you are at that point of relaxation when you're going to sleep, which does have scientific backing to it as well, uh, when you have your most vivid dreams and you have your most vivid yes. moments of things. Like we've, we have all woken from a dream in a cold sweat going, that was so real. That was so real. Yes. But we know it was a dream. We know that when we wake up, okay? Yeah. Um, and that is, from my experience of it and seeing some, you know, somebody else go through this, th that is exactly the same experience as a past life regression. It's exactly the same. So that leads me to conclude, well, it's just that. The human mind is capable mm. of creating things. And, you know, the, the writers, people who create fiction and things, they're capable of creating an environment and a very real environment that if you were to dream it, would feel like it was real. So if you're brought out from a regression, I would argue you were as you were asleep and being prompted. Yeah, and that's a thing when you sleep. So for example, I often listen to plays when I fall asleep. That normally things I've been in before. So last night I listened to Wait of God as I was falling asleep, to see how much I remembered, and that lulls mm. me to sleep. But the words still permeate my dreams. You know, it still goes in, and it influences the dreams as mm -hmm. well. And I think that they're talking to someone when they're under regression, because you talk someone through it, the regression, That's and you correct. take them back. I believe that they are the things, not in a manipulative or malevolent way, but they are the things that sway what that person believes they have experienced in a dream state. But, you know, I can see the kind of sceptical point, because, you know, most psychiatrists and psychologists say these are just metaphors, mm. which is people are making up. But, you know, the work I do is usually very therapeutic. Yeah. And, and if these so-called metaphors can help someone overcome a certain problem or difficulty, why not? It's a mystical experience that one needs to experience. And people, once they've had the experience, it's for them to make that realization. You know, for example, mm. I work with, you know, certain conditions. For example, a lot of migraine sufferers remember either a head injury or a face injury. And reliving that seems to clear the symptoms. Oh. Okay. So why would, would, would people just come along and think, mm, do you know what, I'm going to go see Nicholas and I'm going to make up a head injury and I'm mm. going to be cured. Mm. A lot of these people are quite sceptical. So there are certain patterns I see, but sometimes people will speak in a different language um, during a regression. So it's, 
I'm not completely convinced by your argument. Yeah, no, I get that. But yeah. and, and also, I, I will say likewise with that. I've got, I plead no contest to someone if it makes them feel better. You know, yes. whether it's real or not doesn't matter to me. If it's something that's beneficial to them and that does work, which I know there is well-documented evidence yeah. of that happening. Yes. I, couldn't, I couldn't give a shit whether it's real or not. If that helps one, then, then so, so be it. What do you think about children that remember their past lives? You know, so there's thousands of documented cases of young kids remembering who they were and then being able to take people back and just point out, this is my mother, this mm. is, you know, I remember this particular landmark. Are you a bit more kind of leaning in there? No, because I think that of, of all people, children are the most... Are the richest in imagination? They absolutely yes. are because they've not had anything that's interrupted that imagination and that freedom of expression. So, which is why children regularly have imaginary friends, if you like, and they can see Those them. Imaginary friends are real, but they're on the other side. Well, ag oh, again, okay. there's, again, there's no there's no science that backs that up. But and and most people grow up to go. I had an imaginary friend. You know, they're yeah. not great up going. No, they were definitely there. They then understand with maturity what was happening yes. and that they had this imaginary friend but they could give that imaginary friend a, a very rich deep personality you know lots of nuanced things and all that they are capable of creating those things so, so it logically follows that they would be capable of creating a past life for themselves right. you know, they, they totally could do that you know how many kids say something that's like i can't believe they even said that that's such a weird thing to say that's so funny because that they they're like that. sponges and they absorb yeah, they just, stuff yeah, from everywhere stuff. other times you'll get people lunatics in my opinion you'll go my child can see ghosts you know and all that sort of stuff I, I think it's a very dangerous precedent that because I think that you are in danger of making a child who is just expressing their imagination and their freedom of imagination believe something that it isn't what if the child's right what if the child really is seeing maybe it's the adult who's kind of fucked in the head and is so closed-minded mm. and doesn't that isn't open that they've, that they've actually closed but, down. But I think it would be a, a relatively quick mm. um, experiment to find out how far they could go with the imagination before you find something that contradicts itself. You know, that you, before you find something in what they're saying, which is like, well, hang on, that can't be true. That can't be something. So they've not, they don't know that much. If you mm. actually d dug deeper, you'd be like, oh, they're just making it up, bless them. You know, it's like the Enfield haunting thing, you know, oh, when the yeah. two kids were doing voices and stuff. Yeah. If you'd have just dug that a little bit deeper, and they were caught, by the way, they were caught faking it. Yeah, they're that, very good, I have to say, very good at they, doing it. They're just doing the same voice as the dog on That's Life. It's not, oh, right. you know, it's not. But but <laughs> yeah. they they were caught moving stuff. Yeah. Mm. And, and they went, oh, well, it's because we were worried that things weren't happening, so we want this stuff to be happening. But we, we still did, it still was really happening. It's like, now well, you're discredited yeah, straight course. away. But that doesn't get reported an awful lot about the Enfield. No, because there was a film about it recently that absolutely <coughs> didn't get reported, and okay. it didn't happen. So, so my, my contest would be that if you dig deep on these things, if you stay with it a bit longer, you will eventually find something that won't add up. Yes. Okay. Whereas if you're... Well, what is it? Well, agree to disagree. No, yeah. that, absolutely. No, that's what <laughs> well, I'm saying. So, I, I, honestly, I've got no interest in... Ripping your career to yeah, shreds, you know what I mean? That's not what I was thinking about past life. Like, it's entirely possible, obviously, if it's a child that they are on their first life, surely. Like, not everyone has had a past life necessarily. Oh, everyone, well, you, think, you think literally everybody? Well, by yes. the logic of this, they must have had. Why? Why? Well, because of, because of the logic of this, but that's another flaw, I think, in the in the argument. Is so, the every, everybody, so, do you believe that after death, person. that's it? It's literally you're to dust, and there's I, no, I, I personally do, yeah. there's no yeah. continuation of consciousness, yeah. no, no continuation. I, I think that's it. And I think the concept of consciousness. The very concept of it and soul and all that is artificial. 
So it's something that feels like, like love. Love is just an artificial feeling because it's not. It's created by the brain, and it feels very real. And I absolutely subscribe to that. I've fallen mm. deeply in love with people in that. But if I step coldly out of that, I can go. No, that's my my head is creating that because I'm a biological being. I'm not a spiritual being because I don't think there's any such thing as a spiritual being. So you've had no spiritual experiences. No, and God knows I've looked. You've looked. Mm. God knows I've looked. I, I like. I've been. I was recently called an armchair skeptic by someone, and I nearly punched them in the face yeah. because when they told me I was an armchair skeptic, I, it was the middle of the night in freezing cold wood looking for a ghost. So I was like, I'm not an armchair skeptic. No. I'm out here with you now. Yes. And you're not bringing me any anything, any evidence at all. So. Yeah, that's where I'm at with it. So you're sorry because um, I have been to see. So I've told you before. I've tried to be. I've been hit, tried to be hypnotized several times. Never worked for me. I've always known what was happening. But I have gone to see psychics and stuff. And and I am more. I think slightly more susceptible to believing some of it than Van Ian is for sure. But but if, but if you look at that, that like I said earlier on when I said about having that star sign in in my wallet, and I did, honestly, it was it was over a year yeah. I had it, and none yeah. of it correlated with what really happened. But there was a comfort to that, yeah. certainly. There's an element of hope. Of, yeah. I, I, well, of I, I guess of, so. Yeah, I guess of, so. Of, of good things coming your way. Yeah, but it didn't happen on, on that particular year, you know what I mean? It's interesting because there's a, there's a thought process between you, you can make something happen if you read it there or if a psychic or someone tells you, right, this is what's going to happen to you, that in some way you make it happen for mm. yourself. So, so I've, got no interest, I've got no issue with that mm. at all. Mm. Like I've, I've really not. However somebody arrives at their positive end goal, no problems with that at all. The only problems I have with psychics, mm. per se, is things like when Akura told the McCanns that she was dead and all, you know, oh, that, yeah, things like yeah. that. Then I have a real issue with it then, yeah. when, when there's some sort of... When someone's trying to manipulate yeah. the situation. Wh- whatever his reasoning was for yeah. that. I mean, mm. as far as I know, that was a, a set-up thing that he, he was kind of tricked into saying right, something. Okay. And how I read it was, it was like, I've got to say something, and yeah, he said yeah. something stupid. But, because there's plenty of evidence of him being caught out, you know, and, be, and being tricked into saying stuff. Um, so that's the only time I have an issue with that. I've, I've got no problem with someone saying they're a psychic or believing they're a psychic. No. I, I think there are people who believe that they are. You hmm. know, I, don't, I don't think they're... Do you think they're deluded? I don't even think it's deluded, you know. I, I think it's... Uh, um, I actually find it very interesting that you could just subscribe to something so deeply that you become brilliant at it. Yes. And that it is just like... A, it, it appears to be a second sight. But it's not logical, it's not rational, you know, you know, I've had psychic experiences, I, I know plenty of psychics and, you know, it's a kind of like an intuitive flow of thought that mm. kind of comes into their mind, it's beyond logic and rational. And for someone who's very rational, it'll be very hard to kind of understand. And, you know, you spoke about um, dreams and how it felt so real, you know, for me, I, I see d- dreams as a subtle reality how okay. we have a physical reality in this world to me dreams is a is, is a subtle form of reality yeah you know who's who's not to say that maybe you know you you energetically leave your body and go traveling whilst you're asleep mm. um but i think that's different to intuition so i think intuition is something you can develop as a skill yeah. biologically so i think it's something that the brain can biologically develop as a skill so for example when i was doing stand-up um, there would be times that I would walk onto a stage with literally nothing, you know, with no no plan at all. I did a lot of TV warm-up work, so I would go out with nothing but my wits. And, and you go out there, and you do, and you can feel it. It's almost a physical feeling. When you're in the zone of it, and when you're like, I've got this, I've got, I know, what, and I know who to talk to, I know where to go, and you pick the right person, and that leads on something else. But that's all just intuition, so that's all... 
and I have a friend who understands far better than me how how psychic how the tricks of being a psychic work. So would you not say intuition and being psychic is, is kind of a, a very similar, the same thing? I, I would say it's exactly the same yeah. thing. So, so, but but what that means is is that I'm not claiming when I'm on a stage and I'm hitting my straps yeah. easily that that's because externally or spiritually something is feeding that through me as okay. a vessel. Whereas a psychic would be claiming that they could speak to people. You know, not all psychics. You know, those that. <clears throat> intuitively tuning a person's energy to read them yes they are those who are mediums who claim yeah, okay. to communicate so I do yeah think I'm, I'm about medium yeah psychic mediums yeah. predominantly yeah 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 so I do think there's a difference between between the two so what's your take is it on a psych on psychic mediums then I love them I think you that, know that, that, that was non-committal <laughs> <laughs> I've had experiences with some psychic mediums who've been completely wrong completely I would say cold reading then there's been a few who have completely wowed me with evidence um, and, and proven to me things that they, they could not have known um, so I know there are genuine practitioners out there yeah and there are plenty who think they're good but they're not but how but that that's always an interesting phrase isn't it they could not have known yeah because even just going over what you, what you just said, so the state, the, the the run of words you just said was that I've been some who haven't got anything right, and I've been some who have said things that they could not have known. But they that's that then sets it up as equally plausible that they fluked it. So it's you know it's like well they yes. could not have known that. It's like well they could have known that. I could say a hundred things but to you guessed. now. Well, well yeah, what's well you can just read it from someone, right? So I could sit now and say a hundred things to you now, and I might get ten right, right. and there might be ten things that I could not have known. And I don't know. I actually don't know because the things that you say maybe, are wrong. Maybe, I, I go straight maybe past your intuition them. kicks in yeah. and you somehow in, in that frenzy of trying to guess things got a few hits. Yeah. But that's all I think it is. I do. I think it's just that. It's, it's no different to standing up on a stage and, and going, I bet that bloke or I bet that girl's good value if I talk to them. Right, yeah, yeah. So in a way, even you could say you're slightly psychic because you're good at reading situations. No, yeah. just reading a person. Yeah. But that's, well, that's not, a skill, though, isn't it? That's a skill. Well. So not in that a way, everyone yeah, has. But, yeah, but it's, but it's not an ethereal skill. No. It's not a, you know, it, that is just an, that's a matter of observation. Yes. That's attention to detail is what that is. And I'll certainly say that, you know, and there's plenty of things I will notice that other people don't notice or that I read about people. And I, I'm, I'm the first person to say, don't trust that cunt about someone. Do you know where I was like, no, they're lovely. It's like, do not trust that person. And I don't know why, but I don't claim that's because I'm like, I've got a feeling about them. I'm clearly, I'm clearly observing something about them, or, or something, just something they say, or so. You know, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm decent at that, but I'm not a psychic. Yes, you are. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're getting from me? Case you know, we can, Nicholas, we can, we can yes. get the spirits out of the situation, but I think you've obviously quite a, a good intuition. To me, I'd say you know you are, you, you're kind of psychic in your own way. Okay, well, I'm, I'm a good reader of people then, but yeah. then, but where that falls down, okay, you might not do it professionally, you know. Mm doing readings for people but in a way in your day-to-day -day life and even in your profession yeah it, it's, it's very much there but the problem that creates for people such as yourself is that one of the things i'm reading is that's bollocks about you know about people you know when i'm when i sort of and i've met lots of psychic mediums i've met lots of those yes and to a man and lady i've ripped them to shreds 
like categorically pull them apart. So it means you've been quite nice to me today. Oh no, absolutely, <laughs> because because that's not why you're here. But you know, that's not why you're here. So the thing is, with the with the parapod stuff or anything, yeah. anything that's that, that, that's the whole point the of point, them being yeah, there. Yeah. That's the whole point. Of me meeting them is that they they know that's the case. Yeah. They know I don't believe in well, it. Well, they know when they come on that they know exactly that like, they're going to have Barry and they're going to have you, which is the more sceptical person yeah. who's going to be challenging. Mm. So, so, so two sides of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so so for Nicholas, Nicholas has been booked on a radio show to do an interview. So you can't walk through the door and me go, "What the fuck are you playing out?" No. Show me that. Be rude, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. In fact, I saw it on on Twitter today. Okay, was it Kev? Kev, yeah, something Kev it was. said something who about said, that. Which I didn't. Who, 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 yeah. Who, Pre-decided what? Did you read that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now my feeling on that when I read that, that that's not meant nasty at all. That's that's my backstory being pulled into a tweet is what that is. But when I read that, I was like, oh, well, first off, that might make the guest pull. Well, I actually did think interview. that. I did think when when sometimes when people tweet, I did think if you thought about what a guest potentially might see, if you're if you're I'm already not gonna go at Kev, no, by no, the me way. neither. But if you're pre-deciding a guest and then you feel the need to tweet the guest. If that guest then pulls out, then I will be blaming him. Then yeah, <laughs> I will yeah, be coming to find Kev. Yeah, but it's also a. a presumption of how I'm going to conduct the interview and, and that's not, yeah. I'm, I'm not a rude person and also you, know, you won't not. know when you come in I guess that one tweet you think oh it's a fan of Ian would, would then make you maybe on guard a bit and think right okay so this is what I'm preparing myself to go into yeah. by yes. seeing that person's tweet so, well, yeah. I mean, you know people are entitled to their opinion as long as you're yeah, not yeah. being abusive or, I'm, I'm, or, I'm rarely uncivil with it yeah. like rarely yeah. un- unless that's the premise I've certainly ripped Barry and you on the PowerPoint mm-hmm. regularly but that is that he understands that you know we both understand what the convention is and that's that's a safe space to do that for me to call him a fucking idiot or what have you um, but to a stranger I'm not going to be no r- rude of it's someone's just rude beliefs. isn't it and I think that that even if you don't have this it's fine to have friends and people that you know don't have the same belief what isn't fine is to just call them an idiot for having yeah. said yeah. beliefs because there'll be many I mean, things it's, it's bollocks though, isn't it? it's all well there'll be many <laughs> things I'm sure that Nicholas that you believe in yeah, like yeah, but it's all bollocks isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but, like building a star a, what they call a star trooper stormtrooper storm why does he do that? What do you think about that, Nicholas? Decides to build one at home. Bit weird, isn't it? A storm, a storm trooper. Storm from Star yeah. Wars, yeah. Do you know one of those Star Wars things? So, you, so means you very much are into space and planets and moons. Oh. And now I'm not. There now I'm not. There I'm actually not. I'm not. So I wouldn't say I'm into star, into sci-fi. I really like do Star Wars. Do you believe Wars. in aliens in no. life? No. I think again the argument. So you think we're just the only ones in yep. this universe? It's yep. quite boring, isn't it? Yeah. Do you believe that? I'm not sure. I'm definitely. I'm one of these people that I'm not. I'm not. I think it'd be arrogant for me to go. No, I don't believe in any of it. But at the same time, I, I, I'm not sure, so I'm willing to. Life on I don't Earth want to go and, Mars though. And if this universe is huge, massive, mm. yeah, surely right. there must be life in other parts of the universe. No, so, that, so that's so that's the moment where the argument becomes flawed. You want proof? No, no. When, when, when you say <laughs> I don't sure, want to meet them. When, when you say surely there must be, that is applying emotion to a scientific argument. So that's so that's going. Well, sure, surely we can't be the only ones. And it's like, well. But we, it, it's equally unlikely that we exist full stop. So, so you could look at that another way and go, surely there can't be more. Like you really, you really could yeah. see, see it that way because you're applying an emotional argument to it. Or if you look at the evidential argument and you, and you look at things like the reports of people seeing UFOs or being abducted by aliens and all that sort of thing, you know, those stories are, are so ridiculous, not because they're outside of the norm of what we know, but because they are flawed stories with no proof. That's, that's the issue with them. There is no, what they're claiming happened couldn't have happened because that person would have seen it, this would have happened, there would have been this biological change in your body, there would be that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you work in cold, hard facts, I think the argument of going, surely we can't be the only ones, is equally arrogant as surely we can't, there can't be any others. It, they're both equally unlikely. Mm. Equally unlikely. We'll agree to disagree. Just food for thought. Yeah, but, but <laughs> it doesn't, just, just because we can't comprehend the idea that we're the only 
yes. the only beings, doesn't mean that that can't be the case. Mm. And life comes in different forms, just in the same way how we cannot survive in water, yeah. fish cannot survive on Earth. You know, there's so many different kind of atmospheres, energetic places out there that I'm a firm believer that there is, that there is life uh, yeah, out okay. there. I've not been abducted. No. Not okay, yet that's anyway. Good. But, but, that's in, good. But, but in the conventional sense, so, so what are you basing that belief on? Even in this... Is it just a feeling? It's, it's not even a feeling. It's, it's, I, I think it's quite logical. Okay. In, in terms of if there's life here, there's planets, there's solar systems, there must be life there. It may not be life as, we, as how we know it in the, f- in, in, in the physical form. Right. But, you know, you, you might say it's an emotional argument. Okay. It's, it's definitely something I'm quite a, a strong believer in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's allowed. It's not doing any harm, is it? Well, thank you for bollocks coming in, Nicholas. It's, it's, thank it, you. It's bollocks. Like, <laughs> don't end it like that, end it. I'm thank you, Nicholas. You're too. welcome. Hey, it's been genuinely nice chatting with you. It really, really has. And, you know, it's not, and equally, I thank you for not being aggressive in the, in the opposite direction. I, I, I certainly wouldn't. That isn't my raison d'etre. Really. What would you do if it did get aggressive? Do you, do you fight I, back? I, you know, I, 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 I would I, like. I would allow that. I'd be. It's fine to fight in here. No, I'd absolutely fight my corner. Like, I would. And if it, if it became a passionate discussion, then I would. I would rise to that passion. You know, yes. there would be that. But I don't think there's anything to be gained from meeting. If we knew each other, we were pals or whatever. And then we decided to do a discussion. And then we might be more comfortable in me going. You're just fucking talking shit. You know what I mean? And then that would be fine because we already have an established relationship. But the fact that we don't know each other, and we're strangers. It would just be rude for me. You know, it, it would. It's your belief, and you're entitled to your belief. And it's so not. You're being a true cancerian, as I would say. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Thank you. Thank you for coming. In. Hey, look, we're out of time here on oh, Rag Week. It's so, the lyrics of the song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we've, I've fucked this up, haven't I? It's because I've not played hardly any music uh, on this no, show. But you have to go straight into your Star Wars thing. What's my Star Wars thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tune oh, in oh, it. Oh, that's that one, Here's a tune in it. Here's a bang. Pop that on. Lovely bit of holding out, sir. Hey, look, um, thanks for joining us on the show today. Um, I hope you all stay well and stuff. And uh, last show of the year next week. Next week, with lots of surprise guests. The best guests of the year are going to be there. Is that true? That is true. So, Anthony Horowitz is coming in? The best guest, apart from Anthony Horowitz, has come. Anthony, yeah, other ones. Well, I, I think he was the best guest of the year. Well, unfortunately, he was unavailable. Some of the other best ones are coming well, in. Well, you can't make claims like the best guests well, are coming Toby in. Well, Toby and I decided who was available. And who well, then I, well, then I know exactly who's coming in then. Who? Could be that fucking mad woman from Absolutely Fabulous. Oh, isn't she's it? in. I've, is she? I've got, I've got a prosecco in the fridge ready. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! My prosecco. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us today. Bye. <laughs> Oh,
You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.